My name is Corey. I'm here to say, welcome back to Flight Casual on Major Way. We don't have a plan because Mike didn't show up. Something that rhymes with up. On another flag, Casual. Let's get ready to rankle. That was perfect. This is the best I've ever heard. Don't sully it. Rancor! Still got it. Rancor! Can I get a Rancor up in here? Let's get ready to Rancor! I've been drinking. It's better if I don't have alcohol drying out my vocal cords. No. No, no, You're right. You're right. Nothing is. It hydrates. It hydrates. (laughs) I should drink more faster. And also, it helps you endure cold weather. That is very true. Howie and I were outside waiting for Mike for a long time, and then we went, we have to go inside and get warm now. And then I started drinking, and then I said, hey, Howie, I'm ready to go back outside. <laughs> it's it's like the St. Bernard showed up and poured me brandy from its neck flask, or neck barrel, like in the old mm, cartoons. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from cartoons. Yeah, cartoons. That's how we know stuff. I, uh, I, I, I'm assuming... When I get around to seeing the new Tom and Jerry movie, which I will, damn you, mm, yeah. that well, it will have. A, do you wanna? Though, here's the thing. I, 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 got, I got something to say. I got something to say about that. My uh, my nieces and nephews, my sister's side, had never seen the old Tom and Jerry cartoons, and I was told while my parents were out visiting. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Do you have a brother? Brother-in-law, sister. But the That's nieces right. and nephews. Uh, I have three sisters that, if you add them up, side. equate two sisters. <laughs> but they're on your sister's side. Yeah, yeah. Your nieces and nephews are on your sister's side. Well, I have twice, I have sisters removed. in law with nieces and nephews as well. Well, actually, with just nephews. Yes. Dang, dude. Yeah. Got a lot of sisters. They're all over the place. Straight. Yeah. I got one. It, and I can't. It's kind of like it a sister. Act. I got two sister. Or no, I have I have a sister, two half sisters, and two sisters in law. I think that's all the sisters. That's it's a, a sister organization so, there. Mm-hmm. So you only Thank have you. the one sister. The the one uh, tried and true full blood sister. <laughs> I have one, and that's who you're talking about. That's her. Okay, that's the one with the, the with said nieces and nephew. Technically, yeah. yeah. And they had not seen. Well, that's uh, what really got me. Yeah, no, I'm glad you're caught up. I don't want to leave you, you know, flapping in the wind there, Howie. Yeah. Now I know your whole family tree. Yeah, yeah. You now I'm gonna get doxxed. Um, mm-hmm. so they had never seen the old, you know, kids these days. They don't watch like the Looney Tunes and the and the Tom and Jerry. Time and time end over end because that's you know when we were young there was not as much we have the we didn't have the YouTubes and all the Disney you know kids shows <laughs> and all that crap. We had whatever Hanna-Barbera was, you know, copy-pasting, and we had Tom and Jerry and Looney Tunes, right? They didn't watch all that crap, and they were seeing it for the first time, and they were howling, laughing. I mean, and we had a good age spread here, and they were all enjoying it. And um, my mom was telling me about this. She said that uh, my brother-in-law's mom, who was also there, was like, I don't know if they should be watching this stuff. This is really violent. And (laughs) But no, no, no. I'm not making fun. If you think about it... (laughs) It is a thousand times more violent than everything that they watch. <laughs> I mean, now they're watching like iCarly, which is a show that's also old already. Half half that cast is already in Adam Sandler films are dead. <laughs> and Aww. it's it's sad because it's true. dead. No, but one the the little brunette kid is. Yep. Yeah, he oh, passed away. Poor brunette kid. He's like, yeah, he's a good kid. But uh but the 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 
I don't remember the the Indian kid is on was in that Adam Sandler Halloween movie that we watched. Oh, Hubie Dubois. Yeah, iCarly. Hubie Halloween. There's an Indian kid on iCarly. I don't know if I get my Disney kid Uh shows correctly named. It sounded like I think you're talking about the one where they're in the that like penthouse thing. Yeah, it's it's more. Oh, okay, my bad. It's more or less. um, Don't ask me that Fran Drescher show, (laughs) but instead of Fran Drescher, it's a teenager. Yeah, it's the it's the, the nanny, but a teenager instead of Fran Drescher. Yeah. Oh, you would know better than me because yeah. we. And then it has this this uh, butler butler guy who's just yeah. like exactly like the nanny, the yeah. butler that it's has a, his own edge. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, this was a carbon wait, copy of the so, nanny. So the teenage girl is the nanny. Yes. Ew. Yes. That's gross. Anyway, uh, what what the hell was I talking about? <laughs> your nieces and nephew yes on your sister so side. they and, and and yeah the brother-in-law's mom was like this is kind of violent and my mom and my mom and dad are like this fine because when Speaking i was a kid Looney Tunes. i didn't yeah. get to see anything that was at the time in the 80s was viewed as not appropriate at all you know what i mean i mean there are more more conservative households probably both of yours but mine was very close right right and so you know, but, but nowadays, my mom's like, this stuff's harmless, what? But they're cracking up because they don't see anything like that that's pretty much based on spectacle and timing, and that's it. And uh, so, yeah, part of me wants to see the new Tom and Jerry movie to see if it even remotely carries the torch right. of what that was back then. There's, It's a curiosity because most writing today... It, it's this isn't a thing. It's not a first off, comedy writing has nothing to do with timing anymore, 80, 90% no, of the time. No. It just has to do with, with jokes. It's just jokes and laughs. Jokey jokes. lines. But event timing is something that is becoming more and more gone the way of the dodo in terms of television and stuff like that. So, or, you know, let's do in like Will Ferrell movies, let's do a hundred takes and just use the funniest one of whatever we made up. Yep. So they made a Tom and Jerry movie. And I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like I went into a Smurfs movie going, oh, is this going to be good as Smurfs? Because I know the Smurfs. We watched the Smurfs because the Smurfs were there, not because they were good. <laughs> hey. No. A- no. Well, no. It, it had the hot, one hot one. That had a rich storyline. <laughs> Assuming that's not Smurfette, which one is it? <laughs> Dude, Brainy, man. He had them glasses. Rocking those glasses. Man. All right, here, Corey. I want you to be my... Podcast mate, I've made you a ring. Oh no, it looks stabby. Howie has taken two wire channel brads and fashioned them together. That's as far as it's going. Yep, you're gonna get yeah. electrocuted. Yeah. Well, they don't have a wire running through them currently. So there's they, two two nails on each it's one. It's wireless. Yeah, it is wireless. The wire <laughs> is my pinky finger. That's how you get COVID from the five G mm, and the wireless. So wires. speaking of COVID shots, right? Am I right? Oh, I do a shot already. Yep, yeah. shots. Everybody take am a I shot. supposed to be? Am I supposed to be drinking while vaccinated? I don't know how this works. Yeah, it doesn't work unless you're drinking. I'm only half vaccinated. So before we get into the COVIDs, I'm Corey. Good Master controls Howie. Hey, cross point down fuse Garrick. What's up? And Mike literally has the COVID. Mike is so COVIDed out. He, Mike is a covetous COVID. Mike doesn't have the COVID. It's not good enough. No, it's not good enough. For no, Mike. he's got, Mike he's got the eggs. The eggs? He got the, he's got the yeah, eggs. It's the, it's the Aldi store COVID. He went, <laughs> can't even get the right one. Aldi store. I, hey, I like Aldi. 
If yeah, I, was... I mean, it tastes okay, but it's not the same thing. <laughs> you're right. It isn't. You're right. It's a little bit off. There, You're right. But there's a few things that Aldi has that you'll never find in a regular grocery store without looking really, really hard. We, uh, one time we were at Aldi and there was like a, we're, I'm looking through the cheeses. Aldi has a lovely cheese section. Really? A lovely. As good as the Kroger? Okay. Our Kroger here has like an artisanal cheese section, which is um, weird, but good. Wait a minute. Uh, Howie, you live in Indiana. It's Kroger's. Kroger's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. So the Aldi's. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Has decent cheese section, especially if, if, if you're new to Aldi and did not experience the Aldi of the late nineties and early aughts or earlier, you ain't known known what Aldi's used to be because it was a pit from oh, hell. Man. It was just dis- <laughs> and everything there was disgusting. That's how I survived in college. Though. I know, dude. The summer I spent living there, mm-hmm. we bought so much lunch meat from Aldi's, which was pretty much just like <laughs> like meat meat processed meat food. I think it would be called meat food and swimming <laughs> in oil that smells rancid. Yeah, we bought so many hot dogs that. We and we ate them. It smelled the same going in as coming out eventually. Yep. It was yep. really bad. Back then the only name brand thing you could buy at Aldi was Top Ramen because or no, it was it wasn't Top Ramen. It was uh Bottom what, Ramen. Remushen or whatever is it what what's it called? <laughs> Butt ramen. Oh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. The the normal ramen brand yeah. that you see everywhere is that was the only name brand thing because they were thirty eight cents a pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we survived off that ramen and rancid lunch meat. Sometimes, man. sometimes uh Kroger would do 10 cents a pack and we just load up like 30 creamy chickens. Oh, see, we ate that for a week. I'm so straight. stupid. I was not <laughs> raised on the creamy ramen and I didn't discover it until a handful of years ago when friend of the show Brian bought some over New Year's because you know he only eats like six things. And I tried it and I was like, what have <laughs> I, I been down doing? It yeah, it's be. the best ramen. If you can find it. Yeah, that's the thing. You find yep. pork and chicken everywhere, but finding the real good, the, the creamy chicken is just, oh, that's amazeballs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. the so you go to the Aldi nowadays, and it's like, you might as well be at, you know, Whole Foods plus, uh, plus Trader Joe's divided by two. They have oh. so much nice stuff there. We discovered a goat cheese log, a cranberry cinnamon goat cheese log. It's goat cheese. With wow. like these like uh, cranberry mush cranberries and cinnamon stuff around it, like almost like a cheese ball or cheese log would be. Yeah, gross. And it is like my wife's favorite holiday food on the planet. When I go buy that and surprise her, I am way less of an a hole in her eyes than I usually am for yeah. a while. Yeah, a your, short time. Your wife loves the cheese log. Loves the cheese log. <laughs> so she doesn't try to get sex from you for a whole week. Yeah, leaves me alone. It's the best. Give me the cheese log. <laughs> That's how you know I'm north of 40. <laughs> we know how she's using that cheese this, log. Just goes to the Maybe. corner like a little mouse and just like nibbles it. Yeah, no, she's like a squirrel. She just spins it around in her hands and just, you know, it just slowly she's, starts to disappear, you, but you don't you go, actually hey, see, her, hey, see her eating Hey, can it. I have some? And then she shoves it in her cheek. Yeah. It was like sticking out. Now, if I yeah. really want to score points, I get her some of those horrible tasting crackers, those big like crappy flavorless saltless crackers like that just fall apart when you bite into them <laughs> i get that crap for it she's 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 good to go and i don't understand i as far as i know there's actually something that's a difference between the ovary and the testicle that determines whether or not those crackers are garbage or awesome wait mm. which crackers mm. are they again they're mean- like the big ass round ones 
They're oh. communion wafers? They taste like communion wafers. <laughs> they have no flavor whatsoever. They're dis- yeah. dissolvable styrofoam. No. Well, I they're think, the size I would think that you would like those. Gary. They're the size <laughs> They're the the, nom, the, nom, nom, the nom. size of your open palm. But you have to fit the entire thing in your mouth in one bite. Because you mean the size of my nuts? The size, your nuts are the size of your palm. We're going back to the doctor, <laughs> Howie. That one appointment today was not enough. Howie's the, the elephant man. They're the, <laughs> they're the size of your palm. But if you try to take a bite out of one, you can actually see the resonance flow all the way through the cracker and it turns it's like it's got thanos snapped it just turns to dust and falls away <laughs> in your hand you guys oh, know no, the blip about. it's kind of yeah. crap that used to come with hey, like the swiss colony holiday cheese speaking of crackers things. did you ever send those chicken and biscuits to overseas <gasps> oh crap i never did i was supposed to send was i supposed to send those to uh to steve potter i forget now that was like no. four years ago. Oh, wasn't at it? least four. Who was it that was supposed <laughs> like, to send chicken biscuits to? I was supposed um, to do it some front. It was to uh, the it was UK. Still time. It, it was, was, was the play. UK. Oh, it was from Press Play. That's right. <laughs> what did you ever do Damn. with those boxes? Ate them. They're yeah. good. Most likely they got devoured. You'd be surprised <laughs> if you don't open a box of chicken and biscuits, how long it'll last. They, I'm mm-hmm. sure they don't go bad ever. They really kind of mostly don't. salt. A, no, a lot of celery salt. <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> it preserves them. Yeah. It's like pickling. Mm-hmm. You make it my pickle crackers on. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Hey, welcome back, Flycash. I don't, that conversation never reached a finish. And that's what's going to happen this episode. <laughs> because when Mike didn't show his ass up tonight, we called an audible and we said, we are going to do a super docket and talk about all the weird shit. Blue we've 42. Been watching. That's right. Omaha, 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 Omaha. Wait, 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 wait. Omaha. First off, you're mixing your quarter, your your quarterbacks. One is Scott Bakula, mm-hmm. <laughs> and one is yeah. Peyton Manning. So yeah. if it's Scott Bakula, it's not Blue Forty Two. It's Blue Forty Two. Blue. It's like blue cheese. Blue. See. And if it's was, if it's Peyton Manning, it's Omaha, Omaha. I, like you're trying to get flame making- out. I was just making my perfect man in my head. <laughs> that is a dreamy combination. I'm not going to lie. Scott Bakula will be inside you. you wait, know wait, wait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like you know what I'm okay, saying. I could do good. There was probably He'll leap a leap in there. <laughs> He'll leap in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, Nailed it. He's going to leave you like I'm Swiss cheese. <laughs> he looks in the mirror and just says, I'm a testicle. I'm a testicle. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I started watching Quantum mm. Leave a few weeks ago with the kid, and she was kind of into it, except that first episode, I forgot, it's like two hours long. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, yeah. He kind of got to move into Quantum Leap midstream. You know, you, you, you don't want to start too late because you don't know what the hell's going on. Because by that time, they're bringing in the evil leaper and stuff, and you don't know, what, what the hell is this? Is she the devil? Fred I don't know. Savage is there? Yes, Fred Savage is there. <laughs> you don't Scott, know what's going Scott on. Scott Bakula is asking if he's retarded in the mirror, and you're not even supposed to say that now. <laughs> no. Nope. It was okay back then, because he was leaping into the 80s. No, 60s. Back then, that word still just meant slow. But yeah. now it's not okay mm-hmm. to just call somebody slow. You have to be specific. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But guys, mm-hmm. if you call me slow, it's okay <laughs> because I am impaired right now. You are retarded right now. And yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. let's get that in here. So what we're going to do tonight, we have no news. 
Uh, we have no Porkins. Well, I know. He, he I know. didn't show up because Mike wasn't here. I know. He was going to get a lift from Mike because his mom's getting the tires rotated tonight. If you and he's I mean. sitting there texting us like, why isn't Mike here yet? <laughs> and we're I, like, I want to tell the listeners what actually happened. Well, yeah, we got to. An hour and a half than after we up. expect Mike to show up, we're texting him like, Mike, you dead, mon? <laughs> and, he, and nothing. And then suddenly, oh, geez. I totally forgot. <laughs> Mike forgot. I left my phone at home. He left. Yeah. He went, I guess he went to his mommy's house and right. He was at his mommy's house. <laughs> oh. but he left his phone at home and didn't mm-hmm. realize till he got home and looked at his phone that it was Friday night. We we're supposed to be recording. Yeah, my parents had a thing tonight. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The whole family gathered yep. around. When, when, I guess there's some sort of holiday going on. I could tell. Yeah, right. The, you know, maybe maybe they got together and they pinned flowers to a cross or something. It's Good yeah. Friday night. That's why you got the do? eggs. Yeah. Is that what you do nowadays? That's actually a pretty popular thing, pinning flowers. Because not, our church does that, Howie. Not this year. But not this year. Now they ask people to craft their own and do that, as I understand it. Yeah. Uh, but that is. But I've heard that that has become a very popular yeah, thing it's to a, do. Hmm. We're, they're being a little bit more COVID friendly. Yeah, but I will say. I mean, we got since we've been there, we've got pictures every year of the of of you know the kid going up and, yep. and so sticking not, her flower. They're not passing the around the cross for everyone to lick it this year, like because of COVID. Listen, it's a sensitive subject <laughs> because everybody knows that licking the cross gives you superpowers. Wow! <laughs> so now everyone's really nervous about not surviving COVID because they don't have their cross licking superpowers that they normally get. Right? Got to got to have this. Yeah. So it only lasts a year. Yeah, so you gotta no, keep going back. It wears out, and yeah. that, that's but why people, that's why people go at Christmas well, and Easter because it only lasts yeah. about three hundred days. Well, right. <laughs> right. Well, you know that like it's. It's not because it gets cold that you get the flu more often in the winter. Time. Yeah, it's, it's your cross licking. War- your cross licking wears yeah. off. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you got to go back, and they don't give you another cross licking till Easter. So, but they have the they have the 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 Christmas candles. You hold the little candles with the paper circle. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. the wax doesn't get on your hand, and that <laughs> gives you the last limp along until unless you, get, you get wax on your hand and you're really screwed. Oh my gosh, yeah. just die at that point just yep. just go eat a pistol you're done <laughs> it's time to kurt cobain check the heck out oh dang dude too soon, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> i miss those damn candles do they do those anymore anywhere i don't know i felt like anytime anybody like oh somebody somebody had a baby break out the candles with the little paper discs <laughs> i miss those damn i see those things. on tv when they're like have a big like like a vigil Memor- vigil for something I, okay yeah. only on tv is that why the, the churches don't have them anymore because the vigil uh market has taken they, over the demand yeah. <laughs> it's worse than toilet paper <laughs> oh my god oh no <laughs> of course i'm trying to imagine a venn diagram of toilet paper and candlesticks and i don't want to i don't want to so there's someone there's a manufacturer who makes a disc Right? Is that what you're saying? I'm assuming, and they're they're separate from the candle manufacturer because they. So got- how do they? How do they? How do they like talk to each other? Like, okay, it needs to be a certain dynamic diameter. Well, see, that's the trick. There's some play there because it's not a it's not a circle cut. All right, they have a die that cuts a circle, the wider circle. But for the oh, candle, yeah. it it's looks a cross. Like a butthole, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's a little paper sphincter, <laughs> and so it can, like a sphincter, it can accept larger and smaller items. In fact, they call it the name of the guy that was on Preacher. <laughs> I don't remember. Our space. Our space. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he had a butthole in his face. I remember yeah. that now. Mm-hmm. It was his mouth. Oh. That first season was so good. 
and that's mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to like it longer, but you did. You committed. I you committed. Stop. valiant effort, sir. Yeah. Oh man, because the first season was so good. It was so good. It was so interesting yeah. and fun, and then ugh, just oppression. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Hey, it's hey. time. It's it's time to talk about dockets for like the rest of the damn podcast. Mega docket, docket, docket. Mega, 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 mega docket. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, mega docket. Super X Cross 9000 XT6. Family night, fourteen ninety nine to suit. First one hundred kids get a free baseball bat. And all I can think is Teen Girl Come Squad. Come see Duckettzilla crush a thousand cars. <laughs> Teen Girl Squad. Bear koozies under the front two rows of seats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to you, you get your Batzilla beer koozie? <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars little, Night. <laughs> it's got two little bat wings come, coming out of the side so you can't hold it properly. And some consummate Vs. <laughs> Oh, wink coming out of the beefy arm coming out of the back of his neck there. <laughs> Drop door night. That's what we need to do. We, <laughs> we need to do a home star runner episode, you guys. Oh man. My oh, God. That would be one to do without Mike because he probably has seen almost none of it. He'd be asleep by the He's first too old for five that. minutes. He can't even remember his phone. <laughs> I know. You remember home- I, I said, remember. These, consummate. I remember <laughs> the night that you introduced me to Homestar Runner was the same night that you showed me one of your Flash cartoons. Whoa. Oh, um, the peanut things. Well, that, that can't mix nuts. Well, the, was it? Uh, no, it was the hemorrhoid cream. One. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the hemorrhoid cream. That poor guy. <laughs> God, I, w- I bet I've probably got some crappy old hard drive somewhere that's still got those on it. Yeah, the dude just everywhere he went, just <laughs> it's the comedy. Yeah, that was pre-mix nuts. That was wow, I forgot. What was it? It was like just was like Roid Rage. That was yeah, Roid. Right. Yep. That's what it was. Because <laughs> hemorrhoids. Yep. And also steroids. Yeah. That's the joke. Yep. Homonym. Mm-hmm. Garrick. What? Because you seem to have an endless supply of time off. I do. You, I have a million. Well, hours it doesn't matter. Well, first of all, it doesn't matter if he I has know. time no, off. No, you're right. You're right. Garrick somehow consumes all of media. I know part of it is because it's three at a time. Part of it is he's playing a video game while watching a sports ball game while Mm, his wife is showing him an iPad of an anime or something. I don't know. That's what we call it. That's funny because last night when we were playing Fortnite, I was watching the A's game. So I was probably not the best. I, 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 Garrett consumes so much media that it's ridiculous. Like it literally doesn't feel human. We call him Media Boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm like the American God media boy. Yeah, like that media media man. You're not a man. Media kid. Media. Media kid. Oh man. Media media troll. Oh shiz. Oh, I'm a troll. So because of this, you guys are stupid. Because (laughs) of the spring break, trolled you. Garrick has been consuming a (laughs) massive amount of media. I watched I watched three fourths of the Tom and Jerry movie and couldn't. (laughs) Watch anymore. Oh, no! 
No. Tell me, was Spike in it? Yes. Was Spike Jr. in it? No. What oh, the uh, hell? I don't know. He might have been at the end. I, didn't <laughs> I still got something to look forward to then. Yeah, it's it was very it was they tried to do the Roger Rabbit thing, you know, with the right. cartoons with the real real peoples. You're not into that. Yeah. It was okay. It's just like I wanted to see more Tom and Jerry and less of the peoples. Yeah, see, I feel like that's a huge issue with a lot of these remakes. And yeah, and right. and the Smurfs include okay. I love Hank Azaria. His Gargamel can eat crap. I don't want to see Hank Azaria as Gargamel. He could be the voice of Gargamel, but I'm here for the damn Smurfs. But like, oh, it's Smurfs. We have to animate Smurfs because they're Smurfs. They're not, they're not people. But Gargamel, eh, you know, bald guy in a robe with big red <laughs> shoes for some reason. And yeah. there you go. We're good. With a CG cat. or I don't remember if the cat was CG or not. I didn't pay attention. They were awful. They're awful. I mean, there were there were good parts, and the uh, the cast was amazing. Oh, really? It, the 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 story just kind of dragged for me. Yeah. Okay. 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 Even the Very Muppets. Good. I remember when the and that's a great movie. The the Muppets. Oh yeah. Um, I I halfway through the movie, I was like, this is really well written and really good, but I want more Muppets and less people. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Jerry's always the best, though. He was. Good. Jerry, Jerry should have got an Oscar for that movie. Yeah, really, Jerry. Jerry rolled, rolled it. Mm-hmm. Jerry, the Jerry the mouse. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I like to Jerry. Did they? Did they ever have the thing where Jerry like gets really buff and just starts kicking the shit out of everybody? <laughs> uh, no. <clears throat> Those are my favorite ones. Like there were different circumstances. Like he would drink something that would make him really strong, and then he had the other thing where his cousin, who was like super strong, who like walked like he's like some sort of like. He's, he has like the cap, the little newsy cap on. He's got the shirt. Cause, you <laughs> I like know. When he, he'd roll up his skin, but it was like his <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> classic. <laughs> so who, rolled up your, my skin. Your favorite classy, classic Looney Tune character. Oh, shit. Did we ever talk about this? No. Mine's, and mine's like, like, we, like we have previously agreed, we can go anywhere we want. Wiley Coyote. Really? Mine, yeah. That quickly? Wow. Man, you you that love there. failure. I do. <laughs> Why do you think I have the current job I have? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah no. programmer. Just Nailed it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a hard question. Why do you think baseball players play baseball? Actually, this is this is the <laughs> worst. Fail more times Money? than they <laughs> This is the worst possible answer that I could get. Okay. I believe it from you. I mean, really, like, it sounds cliche and it sounds like I'm going to say it just to be a dick, but I'm not. Uh, first off, I like early Daffy Duck when Daffy Duck was straight up Daffy before he was just like angry and cranky all the time. Like, <laughs> jump around, yeah, yeah. jump around like a <clears throat> I like that Daffy Duck, but my favorite overall, and this is the one who Bugs just money. got edited oh. out of the new Space Jam movie. He's not in it. Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> because he was so rapey that's why they ed- they're like we that's can't do like this him. he's no 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 Actually, the reason why i liked him is because of his over dialogue his like over syrupy well-written well-delivered dialogue that was surrounded by the action of the cat who was painted as a skunk for some reason literally all the time <laughs> trying to get away from him she's wordless and she's all action but he's just so dreadfully unaware of all the action taking yeah. place and you get all this like this like overly flowing dialogue, and I think I enjoyed that contrast a lot. When Peppy would come on, I'd be like, "All right, let's do this." He gonna he gonna get up in <laughs> yeah. that girl, bend it. I have a couple others, but I was waiting for Garrick. Oh, 
I like Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah. Speedy. Uh, also, yeah. you're not going to get a lot of Speedy anymore. <laughs> However, I do believe in the new Space Jam movie that, uh, what's his name? Iglesias Fluffy Dude. The comedian is the sp- is the voice oh, of Speedy Gonzalez. That's awesome. I also like the uh, I can't remember his name, but it was a kangaroo with boxing gloves. Oh yeah, that one didn't come around very often. <laughs> that guy was. Funny. I like the uh, Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, oh, yeah, Taz. And then there was another one. Uh, dang it, it just left my brain. Actually, I got I got another one. Do it. Um, it, a lot of people would say it's Wiley Coyote, but it's not. Uh, it's, it's, I don't believe it was Wiley Cody. I can't remember the names, but it was when it was all those ones where it had the dog who was named like one of them was Sam and one of them was, and they would basically, it was the dog and the wolf or coyote that would steal sheep and they would clock in and fight and then clock <laughs> out. Oh yeah. And I, it was like, it was like right morning, there. Sam, morning, Earl. I don't remember what. Right. Yeah. And they did several of those. It wasn't just a one-time gag, and they would play those. When you go to Great America and you'd be standing in line for three hours to get on Batman the Ride, you'd see, <laughs> <laughs> you'd see those cartoons, and I'm in. I saw them so many damn times, and I love those. I just love how passe they are. And then just fight like yeah. absolute bitter enemies and then clock out and be like, all right, see you tomorrow. Uh, uh, another, the other one I was bringing up is uh, Marvin the Martian. Oh, yes, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, I liked his dog. Yeah. He's like, he's like, looks like a dog, except he's green. And has also the centurion <laughs> broom on his yes, head. he's so funny. <laughs> yeah. What was his dog's name? I can't I remember. I have no idea. I've never known that dog's name, to my knowledge. Yeah. Probably doesn't have one. Mervin the Martian. I, I barely remember how he sounds. It's been so stinking long. I mean, Bugs was always classic. Bugs was great. You can't yeah. go, you can't go with Bugs. Too easy. Yeah. Too easy. Bugs was the was the Mary Sue of cartoon animals. <laughs> really oh, his was. name was K nine. K nine, of course it was. That's hilarious. Just like Doctor Who's robot dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, guys, yeah. guess what I did? What did you do? I watched every movie ever that made. was nominated forever. Oh, oh lord! In the history of movies, it took me seven million hours, but I did it. I watched every movie nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, wow. This year. Isn't that great? This year. This year. So here's the thing that impresses me about that. The Academy tends to only nominate movies that are, like, oppressive and horrible. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all sad. They t- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're, they're bad movies, but they tend to just make you feel bad about existing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're usually, it's not something uplifting these days. It used to be. You know, at least 50-50 shot. But nowadays, <laughs> yeah. it's literally like, hey, watch this and feel bad about the fact that you were born in a better time yeah. or into a better circumstance. That That's all the movies this year as well. <laughs> oh, see, I, what, what's, now, and I said that without knowing what a single one of the nominated movies are this what, year. What's so great about this year, and this is the reason why I could do it, because half of these movies are on either Netflix or mm-hmm. Hulu or Amazon Prime. Now's like the time. They, Cause yeah, cause they couldn't go to theaters obviously cause yeah. they're all closed or mostly closed. So that's one of the reasons why I got to catch all of them. And there's a funny, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but yeah. there's like a parody between some of these pictures. Like they pair off into like type of movies. What? So 
Yeah, so let me give you let me give you an example. So there's two uh, movies that were nominated. One of them, I, I think you've seen Corey called "The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Yes, I have. Which is a fantastic movie. I I, I enjoy that movie a lot. And then there's another movie that was nominated called Judas and the Black Messiah. I've wanted to see that one. That one is really good. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I'll say it's good, not really good, but I love the actors in it because it's got. Uh, I can't remember his name, but it's a guy from Get Out. Yeah, remember that movie? He's the showing main... up. He, the, he's showing up in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. Not the main so, guy, the other guy, right? Or is it the main guy? The main guy from Get Out. Oh, he's, the he's... dude. What was in Black Panther? Oh yeah, was he in Black? Panther? Yeah, he was. The, he yeah. was the dude who who uh, who was like planning with the other dude to go against Black Panther. Yeah, and it's got the uh, <laughs> the guy who's in it, the TV show Atlanta, who's uh, one of. Uh, Dong Lover's friends, the the more out there friend. Not oh, the, the weird not, dude! I love him. Yeah, I can't remember anybody's name right now, but that, that guy's guy, awesome. That guy's popping up in a lot of things. So Good. the reason these two movies kind of pair together is because the Trial of the Chicago Seven. I don't remember. You remember the uh, the one of the? It's really eight people that were on trial at the beginning, right? And one of them was the the, the, leader Black, of the Black Panther, Panther guy, which they threw into the group. Theoretically, the, yeah. Yeah, Howie showed me a picture you, of that. You remember the... Uh, they threw him the, into the group to kind of... Because they thought that in the public eye, that would further demonize all these nerdy dudes who'd put together the demonstration. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you remember the... Wow. I don't know how well you remember the movie, but there was a guy that was whispering to him from the audience. Yes. And the judge kept... Yeah. The Judas... Uh, I'm sorry. The Judas and the Black Messiah is about that guy. <sighs> No way! He's, he's the Black Messiah. So it's the uh, leader of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panthers. So people, yeah, people don't know the leader of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther. What Black Panthers was more or less. I mean, I don't know. We're pretty much past that time period, but I think it's safe. To, I think it's relatively accepted that he was pretty much executed by police. Yeah, and that's the whole movie. It, like, I didn't it, know it, that. And the trial, of the the Chicago Seven, they bring that up. Yep. In this movie, complete the Judas and Black Messiah completely covered that whole background and what I guess I don't know if that all this actually happened. I haven't really researched it, but they show uh, artists' interpretation of what happened. Yeah, to, uh, there was a lot of a lot of different political speculations uh, since that occurred of why that was done. Like, was it the FBI that drove it? Was it the Chicago cops trying to cover up how crooked they were, mm -hmm. or in and around the projects and how poor job they were doing? I mean, and, and I'm going to tell you, as somebody who, you know, grew up half my childhood in Chicago, I still consider myself a Chicago boy, even though I was not born there and I did not live most of my life there. Um, Chicago's jacked up, y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> so jacked up. Anybody who lives in Chicago literally talks about how jacked up it is as if it is normal. They're like, we have elections for local politicians. It's cute, isn't it? <laughs> That's the way everybody is there. Because, you know, it's pretty much accepted that the mafia of the Chicago 1930s realized that they could get more done if they just held elected positions. <laughs> mm -hmm. And everything's evolved from that. <laughs> Chicago is legitimately screwed up, y'all. And yeah, so it's, it's fascinating. Legitimately. It's one, it's one giant mafia. It, it, it It's, it's, it's. Terror. It, it should be uncom very uncomfortable and, and almost terrifying to really take a close look at how Chicago politics actually work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like wh when I watch 13 Days and, the, and Jack Kennedy or Robert Kennedy's telling, or no, what it was, it was Kevin Costner's character, chief of staff, telling, telling uh, Jack Kennedy, you don't want to go, you, you want to go to Chicago because you're afraid to blow off Arvin Daly. 
And he's like, well, you blow off Arvin Daly. Like, they're both scared of the mayor of Chicago. <laughs> and they're literally the leaders of the free world. I'm not kidding, y'all. Chicago is weird. Look closer. It's fun yeah. and scary. <laughs> like the, the movie uh, pinned it basically on J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, uh, yeah. As being the, the uh, instigator of, like, he just wanted to get this guy dead yep. no matter what. Uh, so, uh, Trial of Chicago 7, I really like. Judas and the Black Messiah is really good. Mm. They're both... Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah obviously has a depressing ending. Uh, Trial well, of Chicago 7 has... Uh, it's probably the happiest the movie <laughs> of the bunch. Yeah, it doesn't have a happy <laughs> ending, but you're kind of... You're entertained by the end of that movie. Yeah, like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is just like fantastic. And the, the whole... Eddie Redmayne Eddie really Redmayne's good. great. He's Eddie Redmayne. I mean, yeah. I, I don't mean to sell Eddie Redmayne short, but he definitely picks roles that he knows play to his strengths. The the, the judge, <clears throat> I can't remember the actor's name, but he's been a he was in a uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, he's um, infuriating. He he's not the judge, the the lawyer for them. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's yeah, he's sorry, the he's the dude who is the one who left in Ready Player One. The guy who left the whole game and when he died for everybody to figure yeah. out. Yeah. He he's. He's incredible. He's great. The judge is incredible because you got to give that guy credit. So terrible. You got to give that guy credit because you literally want to punch him in his damn (laughs) face so hard. He's so bad. He's so bad that he's amazing. Yeah. So that one's on Netflix right now, and that's what's great. Like you could just go out and watch it, and it's a fantastic movie. It is. I don't remember the guy's name who was the. I don't remember the 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 actual people's names, but the dude who was with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's kind of like side guy man the hippie yeah the hippie dude who was like his like best friend or like they're kind of in cahoots the whole time that guy had me dying i'm like this (laughs) is for me this is modern day cheech and chong this guy is a burnout but he's passionate about stuff but he seems just like chill (laughs) (laughs) i loved the and actually the movie was good enough that as soon as i was done watching it i was laying in bed going down a rabbit hole on wikipedia learning about the real people because i was like this is amazing yeah i would same here like that was a great movie yeah so the the next two that i now this is all my interpretation but i saw very uh much similarity between the movie called the father and the movie called Sound of Metal. So I've never even heard of Sound of I've, Metal. Yeah. I've, where where's that what's that one on? Um I think it's on Hulu. I got Sound of Metal right here for you guys. That was it. <laughs> I really no, it's on Amazon. Sorry, it's on so. it's on Amazon Prime. So <clears throat> if you have Amazon Prime, watch Sound of Metal for free. Uh or what I mean with your subscription. And the father you have to pay for. Yeah. But Sound of Metal and the father both use the movie medium to help you experience what the main actor is going through. So Sound of Metal is about this heavy metal drummer that just one day loses his hearing because he's been, you know, and it's just kind of him dealing with it's the main character is Bodie Rook from Rogue One. I can't remember. The yeah. Name. So like, I know this guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I'm aware yeah. of this. Uh, I wish I should look up his name, but he is, re- I think he got nominated for best actor, but yeah, he was really good. And yeah. it's like, it's, it, he's, he just like, you kind of experience it. The movie like, uh, has you hear as he hears. Yeah. So not, it muffles the sound. So when people are talking to him, you kind of experience like, Oh man, like, this sucks. Now y'all know what I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> now this is like to the extreme. Like he he has like zero percent or, or close to zero 
Yeah, Riz Ahmed, thank you. Like 0% hearing. And then later on, he gets cochlear implants. Oh, neat. And you get to hear what it's like that. And you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like <laughs> like how, how they edited the sound so that you are experiencing like... How do they even know? You know, I don't know because here's like, the thing: like you know, it's like every every college kid who smokes weed for the first time who goes, "Dude, how do you know if what I see is green is the same thing as what you see is green, man? <laughs> you don't know because whatever I see, that's I know that it's green, and it's the same for you, man. You don't know because I <laughs> like you could see blue, but you know it is green, so we can't like compare notes, man." Like, how yeah. would you know what a cochlear implant sounds like if, Late, unless you? Well, I'm. <laughs> I don't know if it's what it actually sounded like, but to me, I'm like, wow, that is, that does not sound like actual hearing. Like I guess what the, I hear, like, I guess the best way to know would be to talk to somebody who's had hearing, lost it, and then regained it that way, and have them describe it. That's, I mean, yeah. In this case, I guess it makes sense. They must have done a lot of research, and, and it's a, it's a good movie. Like, really, you, you go through this. Uh, like depression of this guy because he's his music is his whole life yeah but when he loses his hearing he no longer has access to that anymore mm -hmm. and you're just like oh wow this is depressing i do like riz ahmed too he's a likable <laughs> dude yeah it, yeah, yeah. He's, he plays really hard like depressing characters a lot <laughs> well yeah the, the i was verifying that this was the case yeah the another show that he's in is that the night of Oh yeah, that's really yeah, really yeah. good. good. I still haven't watched that. You need to. Mini series, I guess. Yeah, it's a mini. It's what. And it, yeah, yeah. And then the the, the father uh, was another movie, and it's got Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Coleman. Uh oh. And it's a yeah, it's fantastic. Like really? this is probably my favorite of the the bunch. Really, not because I really enjoyed it, but because it affected me the most. Oh no. So the father is about uh, Anthony Hopkins is kind of an older gentleman, obviously. <laughs> Typecasting, am I right, guys? <laughs> but he's Ageism. starting to he's starting to go into the early stages of dementia. Oh, so the movie is at first you're watching the movie and everything's kind of disorienting. Like characters change, like scenes change, like time frames change. So oh, you're shiz. So you're experiencing this with him. Oh, I'm, I can't like, handle this. I'm already. I'm, my, I, know. I know I'm not seeing anything and I'm already. My brain's going. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's crazy. Like, because you, as you're experiencing with him, you understand, like, I, I don't know if this. I, I don't know. I don't have never experienced dementia, but I've, you know, my <laughs> well, Garrick, I did well, see maybe. you. I did see you when you took your back pills. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and now you're married but, because like, of my, it. Yep, that's true. <laughs> my my grandfather and my my grandmother's um maybe on the edge of my grandfather had it yeah and he died and my grandmother's maybe on the bleeding edge of you know maybe be coming down I don't know yeah afflicted, one of my grandmothers one of my grandmothers definitely suffered but went like through years because you're experiencing things with him you're like sure that he's experiencing these things that he's not actually experiencing so you're like you're you're taking his side and the people are like. That never happened. What are you talking about? You're, yeah, oh. you remembering that? This, this <laughs> sounds like the scariest movie I've ever it heard is. of in my oh, life, dude. That's exactly what I thought. Like, it's a horror movie, but it's we, not a like, horror we movie. To watch I'm hearing Garrett going, hey, guys, weekend. what if you take what dreams may come and you add it to it Requiem for a dream? <laughs> it is. 
She's like, and, I'll never watch it and, again. She's and, like, the, Requiem. and then Hoop Dreams. And you divide all those dream movies by three. Here I've got a movie called The Father, and it's going to mess you up for life. That's <laughs> like, what I'm hearing Garrick say. He, he, there's at one point an abusive... Uh, he's got an abusive uh, son-in-law, I think. And I forgot about son-in-law. It's yeah. just like, Shore's at the guy. end, like when it comes down, when it comes to the head, he's just like a blubbering mess. And you're just like, I, oh man, I was on the edge of tears. I'm like, this is just wrong. Is this, I can't watch this anymore. How old do you have to be? And how old did you, did, does your child have to be for you to start thinking, oh crap, what if I get old and I am a huge burden on my child? It, that's exactly what this movie is. Dude, and this, like, oh this kind of God. crap keeps me up. At, this is what drives me to drink. This yeah. is the stuff that will haunt me and keep me from sleeping at night. The the thought that, because like, okay, my grandma had dementia, but, and it was rough. It was hard on the family. It really, really was. But at the same time, like she lived in a different state, which made it a little trickier, but also it wasn't something that we had to deal with constantly. Right. We got her in the hands of the right people that could help her and stuff like that and try to visit as much as we could. Like, what if I'm living in the same city with my daughter and I become this nightmare to handle? Like, even if she's got me in a facility that's taking me, what if I'm calling her constantly because somebody's stealing my mail or all this kind of stuff? You know, like, what if I'm just constantly harassing her? And making her life miserable. And I'm just like, I'm like, this is what makes me believe genuinely that we refuse to accept. And I'm making this up, but I believe it. <laughs> we refuse to accept that probably 30% of people above the age of 70 in the West are killing themselves in some fashion. They stop eating because they want to die. They take too many pills because their doctors are giving you anything you want. Once you get north of 60 or five, they'll be like, oh, you want all the Vicodin? Here you go. Like... It's not a problem because we know that eventually you're just trying to get yourself dead before your you know before your kids have to deal with you. Yeah, it it this if like people of maybe of a younger age will you know ah eh, this is kind of boring, but our age where we've experienced our maybe our parents or grandparents mm-hmm. or maybe, or fear for ourselves like you that, were saying yeah yeah you've experienced this, it, it with will, other your parents or grandparents and you have a next wreck you. yeah you have a it next generation to worry you. about ah uh, see you're scared no I don't want no like, no, if, no Anthony son. Hopkins oh, I know right oh. is like yeah he reminded me of like <laughs> it's bad but kind of reminds me of his my dad because he's hard of hearing so he, he has that old man what. What'd you, huh? What? Oh, I'm yeah, just, I'm yeah, glad, yeah, I knew that. I'm just glad you said your dad and not me. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I am no, hard of hearing. Like, he, I mean, he's an old guy, so I don't know if it's good acting or whatever, right. but it was really good acting. Oh. <laughs> oh, see, I'm so glad my dad went out and got hearing aids without <laughs> going too long. You know what I mean? My dad, mm-hmm. like, it was eventually his point. He's like, ah, screw it. <laughs> yeah, that that movie will will wreck you emotionally and i that's why it's kind of my dark horse favorite for the academy like to, to get the oscar i don't know the you know breakdown of probabilities of right what's gonna win you're not you're not watching the, the 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 vegas the vegas spread <laughs> yeah i don't know honest to god yeah. that i feel like that's the kind of movie that a i'd have to have a few belts in me before i go Mm-hmm. Right. And B, my wife needs to sit next to me and hold me because uh, that is the most terrifying. You've described the most terrifying thing I can I can yeah, think of. It's yeah, me too. And I think we're at the same wavelength there. Oh, like my it is, God. 
a horror show. Oh, and now, of course, now I have to watch. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the next two uh, that are kind of relate to each other, there's one called Minari and one called Nomad. Is Minari the plural of Menorah? Minari is a Minori. some sort of uh, crop for uh, that Korean a Korean like vegetable of some sort. Okay. I think. Different. How do you so it's, spell got, it's got Stephen Yoon from Walking Dead. As <gasps> oh, I like Stephen Yoon. Minari. M I N A R I. Minari. Don't worry, some guys. Sort of like, he was under the dumpster. <laughs> so this, these two movies are basically like people hard on their luck, and things don't get better at all throughout oh. the whole movie. Uh. <laughs> like things get oh the Oscars. good, and then it goes terribly wrong. <laughs> Does he get eaten by a zombie? No, he's under the dumpster. No. It's fine. Does no, he get his head fine. bashed in? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, he does. So, Minari is is basically Stephen Union takes his family out of California, and <laughs> this part's funny. But his job in California was a chicken sexer, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, it it's the I guess I don't I don't understand. I actually, I actually had that title when I played the game Fable. That's funny. I didn't have a walk anywhere. They go chicken sex. Sorry, I don't. I don't understand poultry farming, but I guess <laughs> when they're chicks, you have to judge their sex because the boy ones taste terrible, so they get burnt in an incinerator. Yeah, dude, or something. Don't you ever go to the rural king and look at the check out all the live chicks in the back? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I man. Know. But he wants to start a farm in like I think they're in Alabama or, or one of those southern states. And he he start, tries to start a farm, and just things go horribly wrong. And this movie is so depressing. Like, does so at one depressing. point I, I have a question? At one mm-hmm. point, does he have an indoor like chicken raising facility that like the air the fans get killed and all the chickens die? <laughs> no, he's he's trying to start a vegetable farm. Not oh, vegetable farm. what the yeah. talking about chicken sexing? He, he's trying to get away from chicken sexing. Oh, That's his thing. he's <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's he's like the fastest chick, chicken sexer in the state. Yeah, but he's just like so bored of it, and he just wants to do something the for his fan. <laughs> the fastest chicken sexer. Just <laughs> it's true. That's his. You guys so- should see the size of his badge that he wears. Like, <laughs> like he, it's a bunch of like people in this little room sexing chicken chicks, little yeah. little baby chickens. And this guy comes in like, "Who boy? I never seen a chicken sexer that fast." You're like a chicken genitalia savant. Yeah, no. fa- like his wife is like not fast, but she's still the second fastest <laughs> in the state somehow. <laughs> That's how they met, looking at chicken dongs. Yeah, because I, they've been sexing in California, where you have to be super fast. Right. Now, in de, in my defense, the reason why I asked that question was purely racist in nature. <laughs> <clears throat> because I watched a documentary a while back on, like, all these, like, chicken farm assassinations, where, like, someone was sabotaging all these different, like, chicken farms to and murdering all the chickens, so they would... <clears throat> they would go and kill the power to the fans and oh, the chickens would terrible. overheat and then like thousands of chickens would die. <laughs> I'll show you to treat those chickens poorly. And people were saying that the, <laughs> it was animal rights activists murdering thousands of chickens because they didn't want the chickens to not die or to die later in a more humane fashion. Well, well you know what they say. Better dead than breaded. Right. Bread, yeah. breaded. 
But anyway, one of the guys that they interviewed a lot in that documentary was an Asian dude who doesn't has the same body type as Stephen Young. So I was just wondering if maybe that was incorporated. It, they're better fried than fried. Yeah, nailed it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, that that one's an okay movie. It, their grandma comes to visit and she's funny. She has a, a potty mouth. And it's it's really at the core. It's all about their family coming I, together. I together, honest so. to God, I think Stephen Yeun is probably one of the most likable actors that we're going to be seeing more stuff from over the next yeah. couple he's, decades. He's great, and he's kind of a little bit of a dick in the movie, but he he's still a, a fantastic actor. Good. I mean, by being a dick, but he's probably a really nice guy in real life. Yeah. So that's he seems like he seems like the kind of guy to be fun to hang out with. Yeah. Which I so, I say that sometimes because I won't say that about very many actors. I'd probably be like, <laughs> remember when you hit under that dumpster? <laughs> and everybody was mad for like that nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to and catch the, up. On so the, the other movie is Nomadland, which uh, stars Francis McDormand. And- oh, I just heard about this movie today. Oh, really? Yes. I saw an article about this today, and I'm like, holy shit, how have I not known about this? I need to yeah. watch this. So I, I think it's based on a true story. Like, she works at a gypsum uh, mining or factory or something like mm-hmm. that. Her husband has died, like, uh, maybe a little bit while, and then a little while ago, not too long, and then the, the factory closes. So she's basically left with nothing. Mm-hmm. So she buys a van and kind of tricks it out with to make it somewhat like an RV. Like a like a she, like a like a kind of like cobbled together tiny home. Yeah, exactly. And then she like drives it around and works odd jobs. Like she works at Amazon o- over Christmas, you know, because they have a lot of packages going in and out. But she lives at like a KOA, uh like <laughs> but she parks it in the uh, RV uh holder section. I don't know what that's yeah. you probably know more about that. I literally you. stayed at a KOA last weekend. <laughs> yeah. but it, it's like true. it's like just like minari like she's just like things like the circumstances are just against her and there's Bleak. no way to fight out of it like, right it, it's so it's so depressing because this is a true story there's all these nomads that are uh, i guess on the road and they gather together every now and then to kind of like talk and discuss what they should do as it's uh, it's a different protect themselves it's a different it's a different world that exists in our world today yeah and the weird thing about it is it's becoming more popular especially in the age of covid because you've got on you've got two ends of the spectrum you have people who are like oh i have a very high paid job that i don't have to be there for so i can travel the country and work via cell phone connection right Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do this. And then you've got the other people who are like, you know what? I don't need all this. I can't afford it. And I don't well, need it. <laughs> For a lot of them, it's not their choice. Really. Well, 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 yeah, it's like it's like this. It's like I'm not going to be homeless necessarily, but I'm be homeless adjacent. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to figure yeah. out how to make that work. And 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 I don't think in in uh, American traditional I feel like this is something that has always existed or at yeah, least that, this century. You that's know? what they point out in the movie. They said, we're just like the, uh, the settlers of old. We're just wandering the, the land, trying to find what we can find, you know, that kind of stuff. It just so happens. There's a bunch of other people in the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's a fascinating subject to me. It really, really is for, I mean, first off, you know, I like camping and crap, but like, <laughs> that's not this. Um, 
it, it, it's the fact that the, the people that somehow find a way to exist, even though there's literally no place for them to exist, you know? And so they, mm-hmm. they carve out this small, narrow thing that in, in a weird way, there's more freedom to it. And maybe, maybe even less like oppressive responsibility, but at the same time, it's also more desperate. Yeah. It's more desperate and more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You never know what you're going like your, your car or your RV is your home. Mm-hmm. If something goes wrong, like this happens during the movie, something went wrong with her van and she had to spend a crap ton of money to fix it that she didn't have. Yeah. So like it's yeah, it's like rocking <laughs> a hard place. Something I hope does not happen to us with our brand new RV that we dinner dewinterized last weekend, right before we got the <laughs> sub freezing temperatures that we've had this week. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Actually, so that funny thing you should bring up KOAs and and desperate, desolate situations. <laughs> I have to tell a true story real quick. A KOA true story. We stayed at a KOA last weekend. <laughs> How we heard about this earlier. That's why he's giggling. And I've stayed in a lot of campgrounds. And think about campers of all ilks, full-timers, part-timers, weekenders. Everybody kind of has a shared experience. And when we got there with our new unit, we could not get the hitch on the truck to pull loose from the hitch receiver on the camper. I'd never lubricated it because I never lubricated my old one. I never had a problem. You know what I'm saying? Right up in there. Just wait. I'd never. Exactly. Just hold your horses there, sonny. And so the thing, I'm like literally cranking the jack up so high that the the back. Did you try to, you know, foreplay a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. Got under, tickled it a bit. But I had like I had the the jack down so far on the camper that the truck bumper was practically at my nipples. You know what I'm saying? Which is slightly higher than usual. And I could not break it loose. My wife's like, you want me to get up on there and try to jump on it? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, because I'm not going to let her. She's trying to I'm pull, trying to pull a hitch, hitch lock back. I'm not going to let her do that because she's got no coordination at all. And it requires 0.09% coordination. So she gets up and she starts damn twerking on my truck bumper and i'm like no woman you need to lock your legs you're just moving your butt around but you're shock absorbing this is not help and it looks ridiculous get the hell down off the truck bumper so this old cowboy tall skinny dude with a mustache two sights over right comes he, he's kind of i see he's paying attention there's always somebody who's watching sam elliott it's almost it's sam, sam elliott. elliott it's, it's seriously almost just, sam just elliott wait. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> I, he's looking, but he, he's kind of craning his neck. First off, anytime you're in a campground and you're struggling, usually it's to back into a spot. You have an audience, and that makes it <laughs> 10 times worse. <laughs> I never want to do this. Uh, you've been there when we've struggled, even with the pop-up. Remember back in the day when yeah. the brake lines burst? Oh, man. <laughs> and we, were, right. we couldn't back the damn thing in to save our lives. It's a damn pop-up. Um, well now I got like a 34 footer or whatever the hell, you know, and, uh, and this guy's watching and he's craning his neck and I just wave at him and he kind of comes out a little closer. He's trying to figure out, should I offer my help? And I said, Hey, you know how to work one of these damn things loose <laughs> and <it> comes <laughs> over. And this guy's like, just like Samuel, super quiet. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hitting with the hammer. Climb up. I mean, in his head, he's like, it's Sam's time to shed, baby. Right. He's like, oh, 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 it's on. So he climbs <laughs> yeah. up. He climbs up on, and he does not twerk, thankfully. 
This uh-huh. tall, skinny drink of water with the mu- white but, mustache. But just wait. Yeah, but wait. <laughs> gets up, jumps on it, lock need, and I, while I'm banging on the hitch receiver with a hammer, boom, breaks loose. I'm like, cool. I'm like, thanks, man. I reach out and shake his hand. He awkwardly gives me the weirdest handshake because I realize that none of us shake hands anymore. <laughs> but I, in the moment, forgot. <laughs> You know, uh, it's so he contact. offers me his hand like the Pope. <laughs> I shake it, <laughs> make a comment, whatever. <laughs> so he goes, we talk for a minute. Oh, yeah, we're going up here and then we're going to drive down there. He talks kind of slow and quiet. OK, great. The next day. I see, you know, him, what I assume is like his wife, spouse, partner, whatever, possibly their daughter who is adult aged. And her couple of kids. Okay. So you got three generations of the small camper that he's in, right? Brand new, just like ours. There's a lot of that going around because of COVID. And uh, suddenly, you know, it warms up. It was like 45 degrees the night before. Suddenly it's up in the low 60s. So naturally, you come out of your camper in your underwear. (laughs) Not him. Oh, no. The adult age daughter. Oh, dad, why? Well, let me tell you. Because just, just it, wait. <laughs> it was time. F- because as I tried not to make it look like I was watching, <laughs> but I'm sitting outside. Basically, I mean, I'm working around the camper doing all kinds of stuff. Brand new thing. I mean, I'm literally like installing, you know, like I got the drill out and I'm putting things in to customize all <laughs> shit and stuff. And I'm trying not to stop and stare. She gets out. And she climbs onto the picnic table on her back, and she's in a bra and underwear out in front of God and everybody at a KOFNA and spread eagle on the picnic table while what I'm assuming is either her mother or stepmother or some type of mother figure is taking pictures of her from between her legs. Uh, What? Kathy, my wife comes outside and she goes, what is she going goes, on? what's going on there? I'm like, she's in a bikini. That's not a bikini. I know, but I'm just trying to convince myself it's a bikini. <laughs> and I a say, white bikini. and I'm like, keep the kid. Well, the, yeah, well, the, 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 I'm trying to remember. I think the panties were white and the bra was black, I believe. And she had a good tan. I'm going to give her that girl was well tanned. Well, and, she never um, wears clothes. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, keep the kid inside the camper for now. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And, I, and she's like, what, what the hell will they be doing? That? And I'm like, okay, we've never seen this before. <laughs> Campground. You, you, it's surprising how normal, relaxed, fun people you meet when you're camping. More than you would think. Honest to God, campers are cool, right? Um, I'm like, maybe they're financing this whole trip with an OnlyFans account. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know, but they said they're driving all the way up to Wisconsin and then driving back down to like South Carolina. So maybe this whole season is being financed through OnlyFans because literally mama's there taking pictures like while she's spread eagle on the table posing. And I'm going to be honest with you. Still, I'm bad looking. Girl looked tight. Girl looked tight. And later on, she's riding around a hoverboard in a pink sports bra and black skin tight pants. And again, I'm trying to avert my gaze consciously. What is going on? I don't know. This <laughs> You never found out? No. Hell no. Oh, my God. I'm not, so uh, is, that your, is, uh, is that bitch your daughter? She well, was... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What the hell am I going to say? Yeah, yeah, porn star? Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, does I mean, does she do hardcore? She put out? Does she, uh, <laughs> you know, she... I, is she a model? But I was just so weirded out by this because 
This is the kind of shit you see in a movie, but you never run into in real life. At least not in the goddamn Midwest. But that mm-hmm. shit actually happened less six days ago. Six days ago, I'm out there watching a chick in her bra and underpants, spread eagle posing for mom to take damn pictures <laughs> on a picnic table. Not. 30 feet from where I stood. Well, we know. And, wow. and and they knew I was there. They didn't give a fuck. Not a fuck. We we, we know what's on Corey's docket. <laughs> <laughs> That's the majority of it right there. It's, it's a funny thing because that happened in Nomadland with Francis McDormand, though. So. Oh, no, that's all right. I'm in. I'm in, I'm all in right, for that. All right, cool, cool, cool. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a spot for Francis McDormand ever since Fargo, man. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. The last two... That and I'm leaving these last because I had to stretch to kind of make these fit together. <laughs> but the, these are kind of two movies about the man or fighting the man, fighting society. Yeah, damn and that it's, guy here. It's it's way to bring you down. So the last two are promising young woman and a movie called Mank. Oh, Mank. Yeah. Mank. Have you seen that one? No. Okay. But I'm aware. So, I'm keenly aware. So Mank is basically like. Uh, this a biography of Herman, I think it's Herman Mankiewicz, who is the writer of Citizen Kane. Yeah, and it's shot in a kind of Ed Wood type uh, style where it's black and white, and it's very reminiscent of the style, the, the genre, time, time period. Yeah. Of when the movie takes it, place. It, it, it's it's styled as the films were styled then. Right, right. This is this is the one I I kind of struggled with the most because it was kind of. Boring. The most pretentious. <laughs> yeah. Uh I wasn't pretentious. It oh, was really? just slow and um I, it, I I understood I guess it was pretentious in the way that it was, you know, obviously about Citizen Kane, but it's also trying to capture the Citizen Kane uh type storytelling. I mean, where... it is a David Fincher film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was trying to, you know, it was jumping around in time. A little bit kind of like citizen kane did um so i think it was trying to capture that and gary oldman's the main character yeah uh herman herman mankiewicz and he's he's fantastic he's, he's a good actor mm. obviously and sarah yeah. mankiewicz is played by an actress named tuppence middleton <laughs> is she really the yep. uh the other middleton uh who, kate Kate. Yeah, I don't know. She looks really pale. So I'm going to say 50, 50 chance. <laughs> well, her, her name is Tuppence. I mean, that sounds I know. British. Uh, well, yeah, but Kate Middleton is not British. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of the thing. Oh yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> well, well, Charles dance is in it. Uh, 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 Lannister, Tywin Lannister. Yes. Uh, he plays the same freaking character in every movie. I swear to God, but he's playing a uh, William Randolph Hearst. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah, so if you've Dude seen Citizen Kane, you understand it's kind of a uh not a, like a takedown of uh him. Yeah. William Randolph Hearst a little bit about a guy who's too big for his britches. Dude, I'm looking at a picture of Charles Dance on a dance on a beach and he is ripped as hell for an dude, old dude. Dude, that he was in the that Godzilla movie, that not the last most recent one, but the the King of Monsters. Yeah. He he doesn't age, dude. Like he hit sixty and he stopped eight or fifty or whatever. He, he, he hit he hit seventy five at fifty and is just <laughs> marinating at seventy five. Yeah, exactly. He yes. is he shredded for an old dude. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. So so Mank yeah uh, Mankiewicz Herman Mankiewicz becomes friends with William Randolph Hearst. That's kind of where he gets a lot of his materials, I think, for the 
Citizen Kane. Aha. And, and it's like uh, he's kind of more or less Mank's patron. Like he pays his paycheck. And so with him like not doing his <laughs> not so subtle takedown of him, <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> it, they kind of come to clashes and and it, it's it's OK, I guess. I mean, it's it's a fine. It's a decent movie. A it's David, on Netflix. So a it's- David Fincher film will never be described as a whirlwind of anything. Yeah. <laughs> or a what roller coaster of anything. Yeah, what what else did he do? What else did David Fincher do? He does Oh my stuff. god. Uh Alien 3, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Alien 3 just a little bit ago. About how yeah. my daughter only got twenty minutes in and needed to take a break. I mean, I, I like. Let's see what it, he did. Seven fight which club. I like that movie. Fight club. Fight club. I love that movie. Obviously, uh, seven and fight so, club are probably my favorites of his. Social network is a fantastic movie. Now, see, yeah. I didn't even realize David Fincher did Social Network, but like, yeah. like uh, Trials of Chicago Seven, I think of that as an Aaron Sorkin film because he wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, and Aaron, Aaron Sorkin's writing fantastic. has a pace that I feel like a director would have to try really hard to screw up. Aaron Sorkin's like my hero. Benjamin Button, again, a slow movie, <laughs> but I love it. Yep. Yeah, David Fincher's, so, he's got a lot of stuff that I really like, actually. So it's on Netflix. I don't know if you're interested in Citizen Kane, like people who like Citizen Kane will probably love the movie. Right. But uh, me, who was not a huge fan of that movie, was not a huge fan of this movie, so. Yeah, so there, there's your 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 judge of. Is it confession like. time? Mm-hmm. As someone who at one point was actually a film studies major in college, and is not, I would not call myself a movie snob, but a movie, what, movie uh, fan? Fan. I mean, yeah, like a movie buff. Mm. There you go. Throw that buff mm-hmm. one out. Buff. I have never seen Citizen Kane. <laughs> And as <laughs> of, hilarious. as of two years ago, when we started doing this, is it better or a year and a half ago when we started doing, is it better than star Wars? I said, well, now I'm definitely not watching it until I have to, because That's I want it to idea. be fresh as balls mm-hmm. when we get to it. Like I watched it maybe, uh, it's gotta be more than a decade ago. And I was kind of bored. <laughs> I, the funny thing is I don't think I've ever seen 30 seconds of Citizen Kane, but I know everything about Citizen Kane because I mean, I was literally taking like film classes in high school. Like I've always mm-hmm. been a movie nerd. I know so much about it that I have very little interest in it because my interests aren't usually academic. If I already know all, all the things about a movie, it's like Howie. If, if you tell Howie a whole plot of a movie, he's not going to damn watch it. <laughs> Uh oh, he's not watching any of these. Right. And it's just like it's yeah, like my wife, luck. my wife's boss told her all about uh the Queen's Gambit, and now my wife refuses to watch it. Like that's <laughs> oh, how I am with Citizen. Dad. I know it's so good. That's how I am with Citizen Kane. Yeah, with Queen's Gambit, it doesn't matter if you know the plot. I know. I've tried, yeah. man. She did watch the last one with me. She watched the last one. The plot episode. is like secondary to the just character the style and yeah, the character. style and the character. Yeah. I, I agree. She watched the last one with it me and tertiary. she did enjoy it. There's that. Yeah. So that that was okay. It's on Netflix. We have a subscription, I guess. I had no idea that was on Netflix. Jeez. Netflix yep. does not know what I should be watching. <laughs> and the last one is Promising Young Woman, which is uh, <laughs> not a happy... Sh- it's 
Uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of a, a Me Too uh, anthem, maybe. Oh, okay. Bit. So yeah. it's basically... I've, that was a very safely well put thing, I think. Yeah. 10% risk on that statement, but clear. <laughs> Thanks. But it, it, during the course of the movie, it's everything the main character does is warranted because she's just dealing with a bunch of dicks. From top to bottom. Well, yeah. So it's, and and, uh, and 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 pardon me, I do not mean to diminish diminish the fact that is it is it a Hollywood story? Is it like related Hollywood. to fame or anything like that? No, no. This is a very like on the street level. This is like so. The basic plot is this uh, girl was in medical school and she was like top of her class, and her friend got sexually assaulted. Dude, but nobody believed her friend Ooh. and her friend ended up dropping out and she i think her friend maybe no her friend was top of the class she was second so her friend was like this genius medical student got sexually assaulted the administration didn't believe her yeah and she dropped out and ended up i think it's implied or maybe stated that she killed herself because of all this seems like a movie that would have been perfect four or five years ago <laughs> yeah but <laughs> here's where the the Here's where it comes in. Her uh, friend, who the friend of the girl who, who was assaulted and killed herself, is now posing as a drunk lady to see who will take her home. And if they take her home and they try to assault her, she, like, kills them. Jesus. <laughs> so it, she's her... So it's, her end, it's revenge porn? Yeah. Her end goal is to bring down the people who assaulted her friend in college. And that's the whole plot. Like after a while, that's where the plot twists. I'm, let, me, let me make George. something straight. I'm all for rapists and molesters. Let me just say, if you're going to make an argument for capital punishment, <laughs> start there <laughs> with me and you'll make some ground. Right. But damn, that seems yeah, like a it's, lot. It's it's a it's very heavy content and the it's very well done, but it's it's kind of like well done in the way that Requiem for a Dream is well done. Oh, shit. Where I watched it and I'm like, that affected me. I am never watching that again. Yep. Ever. Because that was too, that affected me too much and I don't want to subject myself. I would sooner watch The Father and terrify the (laughs) bitch out of myself. Oh, no. I mean, the the acting is fantastic. I think it's got Bo Burnham uh, in it. He's like one of the, the main characters. Yeah. Um, uh, the main. Oh, hold on, let me find the main actress. She's really good in this. <laughs> I think she got nominated for a Academy Award. Uh, Carrie Mulligan. I don't know what she's been in. I know she's that just, name, but I can't picture. I gotta. Allison Breeze in it. Oh, really? Because she's been, she's been she's in really anything good. but glow lately. It feels like Clancy Brown, who's in like everything nowadays. Uh, he's. I think yeah, her he dad really is. He's he's good. I mean, it's it, it's got the uh, that lady who's in all the Christopher Guest movies. The one, what's what's the mall again? The buxom lady. Oh, the buxom lady from the Christopher Guest movies. Are you yeah. talking about Stifler's mom? Yes, Stifler's mom. Really? I've never mm-hmm. seen her in anything serious. Yep, she's in it. Uh, it's Carrie it's Mulligan. A, yeah, it's a good movie if you like revenge and killing people. It's great. Oh, but, uh, her, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So, um, I liked it. I think, 
it was it was very cool because she got I mean, you want to see someone fighting for their friends and taking down those who uh, affect like negatively affected them as as long as the movie makes it clear that she's positive <laughs> that these are the people that's yeah because that's where i struggle oh yeah that's it's positive like there's great yeah, I don't great know if i want to sp- i'm not gonna spoil no no no, it, no, no, no it's, no. it's conclusive <laughs> i mean there's most movies in the past where you get that kind of like revenge porn excitement like yeah fuck those people it's because they're responding to something that's happening in the moment so mm-hmm. to have a movie where someone's responding to something that's happened in the past makes me nervous because of course in our you know in our Kim Kardashian modern society people are wrongfully convicted all the time you know and I'm not mocking that um so I get real nervous about that and in the in the even in the age of me too where we we prosecute as a as a as a public mind before anyone's prosecuted in in a in a you know in a due process I I don't it's it's not like I usually come down and go oh guys I don't know Harvey Weinstein might be okay I'm I'm not you know I mean I'm like oh yeah get that asshole that's fine um but at the same time I'm like let's take it through the courts you know like I I hesitate I'm I'm very much a fan of I don't know our basic constitutional rights and so to to really get behind one of those movies where it's like all right, it's like falling down. We're gonna fuck up every. Actually, falling down is a movie that makes me very uncomfortable. That's actually that's <laughs> that actually the best amazing. example of the opposite of what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. um, but those uh, you know, payback. We're gonna get all these, you know, all these mobbed up dirt bags. I'll get all behind that. But when it comes to like these kind of things, where it's like, oh, this is, becomes a very a much more. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Empathetic situation. Because a lot of us have known people who've been through these horrible situations. So it becomes something that you feel more than, you know, you empathize more than you sympathize. That's when I get like, oh, I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, that, that it definitely does that. Oof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Stupid like, Oscars. Definitely some forced empathy um, in as part of the plot. Yeah. During the movie. I'm not trying not to spoil it, but it's it's a good watch. The, the ending is bittersweet it's not happy obviously I, yeah i can't imagine a circumstance where <laughs> like, it would be none of, none of these movies are have a happy ending because even mank which is like he dies from alcoholism yeah. like shortly, oh, at 50 years oh. 55 or something yeah. so th- it was happy up until the the last splash credit where like oh yeah he died of alcoholism Thanks, man. Thanks, God. Pouring that out. <laughs> Pouring it out. Get it? <laughs> yeah. So definitely, yeah. Check out these movies. I think they're well nominated. There's not many other movies I think I'd put on this list that I've seen this year. They were all terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My father, father the father is my favorite to win because fantastic scared. movie. That's of all back. the things you described, I want to watch that the most and least. <laughs> yep, that's a good way to put it. God. Oh, All right, so in lieu of a Porkins, mm-hmm. I have a little game for us to play. Oh, a game! Pull out your phone or a device that you can bring up IMDb. I'd put my glasses on, but stupid, forty-one years old. So I am I am DB. Am I going to find the the girl that camped next to Corey last week? I hope so. Yep. Well, you're going to go to the odds park. are she was good looking. <laughs> Go to the part where it says "Born Today." Wait, I have to go to a part. What is the? Def- 
Howie, your descriptions are terrible. Right. What does go to the part mean? Uh, there's a section. You're clearly not an analyst or a technical My, writer. There's recent movies. There's Top picks from your watch list. TV. Celebs under celebs. Do I have to log in? No. There's board. Oh. Top box office coming soon. I'm, click on search. <laughs> oh. Click on, I, I didn't realize. The little magnifying search. glass. little magnifying glass okay. called search. The rise of Carrie Mulligan, and oddly enough. <laughs> scroll down where it says celebs and it says born today. Uh, top picks from your watch list. Fan favorites. More to watch. I am to be originals. How far is this scrolling going to take me in theaters? Top box office US coming soon to theaters. Watch soon at home. Editors. Mine was born today. Woohoo. Yay. Are you there, Garrick? Uh, if your thumb's not worn out. <laughs> that's for the sake of argument. Let's say <laughs> you have to be there. Yeah, you gotta get because I'm gonna ask questions and you gotta answer I think, it. I think my browser's different. My that's why uh, I said bring up your freaking phone. Ah, dang it! Ah, dang! Ah, dang! Let's go to bring up your phone and get IMDb okay. open. I'm assuming you have this. Obi Wan, yeah, is my answer. So, click on the date. Born today, found it. All right, at the top it says April second, right? Because Pascal. Yep. Uh. Click on the date and go to your birthday. Oh, shiz. I have to click on the oh, date. No. Oh, I had to hit back and now everything's reloading. Oh, crap. Oh, no. Uh, scroll. scroll. So, so, oh, so you're going to see people that were born on the same day as your birthday. Oh, you click on the born today and then click on the date. Yeah, it's at the top. Yep. There's a little calendar icon. I'm looking for the calendar icon. I see A to Z, birth date, death date. There, it's star all, meter. It's all the way up. Mine's all the way up here. Oh at the crap! Very top, top right. All right, I'm hitting back. I'm reloading the whole page again. <laughs> this is the best podcasting that's ever been I, done. Ever. I figured this would be easy for you guys. Apparently, I was wrong. Maybe your yeah. your phone is weird. Yeah, switch the day wherever you switch the day switch it i honestly don't even see that honest to god so there's that born today yeah click on born today clicked it click that shiz it's gonna load are some. you on a, the web page or the this is in fact a web page as represented by the m.imdb.com yeah. so you don't have the app i'm on the app <laughs> Say the app. <laughs> I don't have the app. I assume you guys would have the app because being movie people, you, you have the IMDb app. I, I figured that was a reasonable assumption, but but I was wrong in, in thinking that would be the case. I can feel my eyes trying to leave my. Soul. And now. I hope you guys understand you guys look like fools. I have the don't. same birthday as Danny DeVito. All right. Well, don't say anything yet. Oh, You're okay. ruining it. I already said good morning. It hurts. <laughs> okay. What do I do? Well, we're waiting got- for Corey to not die. I'm clicking on birth date, trying to see if there's any way to change the date. And I have, where did you find it, Garrick? I don't know what's happening. I just searched birth celebs born t- on my birthday. Okay, good enough. All right. 
<laughs> I assume it's See, the same. At least Garrick can be somewhat technically literate at times. Yeah, Garrick's not as drunk as me. He's try harder. <laughs> Done. I'm on quote IMDB and totally not looking at Google results. Well, this doesn't <laughs> work if you. <laughs> Uh, I suppose it will. Do better. <laughs> Mine is sorted by popularity. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I want you guys to tell me who's the first one that shows up. On your list? No, on your list. Oh, shiz. Why would I ask you to go to your list? I wasn't going to know your list at all. I was just going to throw in the towel right away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what your birthday is. <laughs> go to your birthday. I'm a, I'm a dude. Go to your birthday. I'm on my birthday. What's the, who's the first person on your list? The second person, I, or he's he's not the first person I would have expected. Is it sorted by popularity? Let's assume yes. Okay, because it's probably sorted <laughs> by alphabetical order, but. No, it's not. Okay. The first person on your list. Matthew F. and Perry. Matthew F. Woo, and Perry. Matthew Perry. What about friends. you, Garrick? Danny F. and DeVito. Yeah. That's solid. And 76 years old. Ewan McGregor. Oh, that's so earlier when I was you just saying wanted to show off when yes, I was saying I Obi-Wan <laughs> earlier, you thought that I had a weird insight into what I was happening. Sure did. <laughs> because Alec Guinness was born today. <laughs> that's why I said that, that. he is, was actually born on April so 2nd. What we're saying is the Obi-Wans were b- born within two days of each other. So your birthday is now. Ish. You know what? You know what my birthday is now. <laughs> no, I yeah, don't. I had a Facebook message. <laughs> I only up. know within two days. <laughs> yeah, well, you got two days one way or the other. There's 50-50. What's Facebook? All right. So I want oh, you no, to go through and find. It doesn't have to be the the be, the most accurate, but find the oldest person on your list. Oh, Danny geez. DeVito. <laughs> 76. I don't know who half these people are. Who is Fat Joe? <laughs> Oh, Fat Joe. Or Nate Dog. Actually, I do. I think I know who Nate Dog is. And how old are they? Oh, my God. What? I just found out that I share a birthday with Jenna Fisher, and I am so excited about that. That is very Ooh, exciting. Pam, who was born right here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Heck, yeah. Um. Okay, I have an, a concept of who might be the oldest person on my list. <laughs> yeah, go no, ahead. wait. No, I have, a, I have another one that's older than Danny DeVito. Good, Martin Garrett. Scorsese. Oh, yeah. Ah, how old? Mm. old. Seventy-eight. Oh, I have to know how old they are. You don't have to. What if they're dead? Is it just acceptable? <laughs> well, they they have an age when they died. Yeah, but Google's not throwing it at. Me. I mean, IMDb is not throwing your, it. At your me. best guess, uh, Gene Roddenberry, Gene which is one I've known about for a oh, long time. Oh, Gene Roddenberry. Mine is Star Trek. William Daniels, age Ooh. ninety-four. What? Well, who's William Daniels? St. Elsewhere? Uh, oh, yeah, St. Elsewhere. That's a show that I clearly wasn't too young to watch and appreciate. <laughs> Saint, is that a, what is it? Is he's, he's done a lot of that, It was a primetime soap. This this guy, okay. you know, you've seen Oh, him. Kit. Yeah, Kit, right, yeah. Yeah. That'd been a more reasonable oh, thing. Oh, Kit. To... Yeah. Miss... Oh, John Adams. Yeah, John Adams, exactly. Mr. Feeney. Mm-hmm. All right, who's the youngest? Oh, man. Actually, before I say that, can I say that I share a birthday with both Gene Roddenberry and Jonathan Frakes? They have the same you can birthday. Say that. Yes, they do. I'm Star Trek all to hell, my friend. And, and, and I just learned this, Chris Hemsworth. So, and he's Kirk's dad and oh. Thor. Yeah, dude. 
What are you gonna do about my Star Trek birthday? What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do? You wanna start you you wanna do something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Who's the youngest? Hell, I don't know. Probably also Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I've got <laughs> Caitlin Carver, age twenty nine. I Tanya. Who was she in I Tanya? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, was she the young girl? She may have been Karen or uh That has a good movie though. I Tanya. That's I was thinking about that the other day when I was watching uh Cap uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Oh, she was Nancy Kerrigan in that. Okay, that's a small role, but I was watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and I'm looking at freaking Bucky and I'm just like, "Damn, you're ripped. You don't look anything like the skinny mustachioed freak in I Tanya that you played, but <laughs> damn, you did a what good about, job." What about you, Garrick? Uh, the 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 youngest one you can find. I mean, you don't have to scroll through your whole list and analyze this whole thing. I don't even. It's, have a, any it's a waste of time. We can skip Corey because he obviously is not using IMDb. I got I got to use uh someone some girl named Audrey Elise. That name sounds a familiar. Any she was in Sister Tempest, which I've never heard of, and Nux. Nux. Thanks. It's a thanks. Hasn't been out yet, but it is completed and should air in 2021. <clears throat> do, you, do you have any idea, Corey? I have now opened the IMDB page for my shiz. And y'all can be... Je- God damn, my birthday keeps getting cooler every damn minute. Because one goddamn Ahmed best Jar Jar goddamn <laughs> oh, Binks is my birthday. What, what? I mean, I always think he's the youngest because on the webpage it doesn't say their age without uh, clicking into their shiz. But yeah, don't worry about it. Though. I don't care because I don't know who Christina Perry is. Oh, Christina so, Perry. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. So, all right, I'm at best. So, the last question is probably like 50. The person on your list mm-hmm. who you're the most excited about being on your list. Oh, that's easy, Danny DeVito. <laughs> I mean, I would say the same thing if I were Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you, Love Corey? I mean, I am DB list Bill Clinton, and I know that I've known for a long time. Yeah. I've shamed with Bill Clinton and Tipper Gore and stuff like that, and all this crap. But when you share a birthday with John Stamos, you don't sneer at that shit. Mm, that's a <laughs> good Uncle one. Jesse. I know, man. Like John yep. Stamos is of all of these badasses, John yep. Stamos is the one that you're gonna bring up first. Like Uncle Goddamn yeah. Jesse and me. Have mercy. Mine, we are yeah. Mine is Christopher Effin Walken. Oh shit. Oh, now wait. You got the same birthday as me. Yeah. When you <laughs> That's fantastic. got the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all gonna do bad Christopher Walking to press. It's gonna be a whole podcast of bad Christopher. <laughs> bring out I the won't eat it. <laughs> I got a fever. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I will say that one of the celebrities on my list is someone that Garrick and I have been within 50 yards of <gasps> at the same time. <gasps> is it Orville Redenbacher? It is not because I have never been within fifty yards of Orville Redenbacher. Oh, uh, I have. <laughs> Before he died, because he was old. Yep. Yep. Nope. This guy's also dead. Oh. Oh. So where would we have been within fifty yards <laughs> of a celebrity? I know what you're thinking, and you're close, but it's not it. Oh, it's not a uh uh uh. <laughs> 
Ted Kennedy. It's not a Kennedy. It's not a Kennedy. Ah, oh, that's too bad. It, not on my list anyway. Sharing my birthday. Oh yeah, he's not a movie star. Well, this person hmm. is it. Is it Fred Thompson? It is Fred Thompson. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I dunk, sir. I don't know how I got that. Yes. That is awesome. Yes. Well, because he's a politician and a movie star. Was yeah, from uh, the uh, Hunt for Red October. Yeah, right? and several other things. But yeah, you and me we were up there in the Senate box looking down on the Senate vote, and it was Fred Thompson talking to Hillary Clinton of all people. The two of them were mm-hmm. chatting. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we feel so special right now. Not yep. as special That's- as when when I shoved Garrick into Ted Kennedy. Though. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea what was going on. Well, best but picture, he went with it. The to best, his credit, he went with it. The best picture I ever took and can't find <laughs> was Garrick giving two thumbs up, squashed next to Ted Kennedy, and Ted Kennedy looking off in a direction like, what the hell's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> who, is this, who is this little gremlin next to me? <laughs> that was, God. Our balls, were, our balls were so much bigger back then. <laughs> that was that was post 9-11. That was. Like, like security, that was right after 9-11. Security was yep. crazy. And I some we decided in our heads that it was a good idea for me to physically shove you into Ted Kennedy. Well, he was pic- taking pictures with people. With people like, who looked way more responsible than us. We were, we were daring each other. To take a picture with him, and I had it. I was like blue jeans, t-shirt, and uh, a coat, a coat because it was shitty February. green coat, yeah, canvas coat. Yep, but I had a camera, <laughs> <laughs> so I won the toss. <laughs> well, I, have a, I have a person on my list that I think Corey would appreciate. I'm sure. Uh, from Cheers, <gasps> Ted Co- Danson, Coach Rhea Perlman, Rhea Perlman, Rhea. yeah. Uh, Whoa. Hey, we're we're technically married. Yeah, you yes. guys never technically got divorced. We're, Did you know that about your birthdays? <laughs> we're birthday married. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. They may technically be divorced now, but I know they're still very, very, very close. Oh. So yeah, that was a long time celebrity marriage. I also have Major Dad. Oh. I have Shirley Jones. Who's Shirley Jones? Uh, From The Music Man. <laughs> Did she play Marion, the librarian? She, Did she play a tuba? I brought it up because you like old <gasps> films. Howie, I share a birthday with Karsten. Karsten Dunst? Mr. Karsten, the butler. Karsten Daly? Really? I share a birthday with Downton Abbey's Karsten. Wow. Mr. Karsten. Is it Karsten? No. Karsten? I'm, Carson. I'm drunk. Carson. Car- is it Carson? I thought it was Karsten. Mr. It doesn't effing matter. He shares my birthday. Jim Carter and me are birthdayed up together the way badasses are. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was saying birthday is Rachel McAdams. So in your face. Nice. That's not bad. That's (laughs) not bad. Can she grow a beard? (laughs) Because Jonathan Frakes can. Oh, and then. Oh, oh, here's the ultimate one. This is why I love him so much. I share a birthday with Steven Root. Oh yeah, baby! Steven Root, the greatest actor of all time, top ten badass actors of all time, easily most underappreciated. Oh, Oh, I don't know who he is. Kira Sedgwick, I totally you know you know who Steven Root is, Howie. I'm sure I do, but I just don't know. Have you seen no? uh, Oh, brother, where art thou? He's only the dude what runs a radio station who's blind. Oh, have you seen News Radio? Yeah, News Radio. Jimmy, Jimmy James. Oh, I love you, Garrick. 
Yeah. We're we're not only uh birthday married, but I We're, I actually love you. Nate Dog. I, I want to bring up Nate Dog one more time. He's from Office story. Space. He wants his stapler back. I yeah, know. dude. Yeah, Milton wants his damn Oh <gasps> no. Peter Gallagher. Oh, the guy who swatches watermelons. Yeah, no, not that Gallagher. Peter Gallagher. Oh. The dude with the eyebrows, what was in the man who knows too little. No, the man oh, who the knew guy. too little. Oh, yeah, from uh, American Beauty. <laughs> yeah, yes, Peter Gallagher. Yeah, the guy with the eyebrows. <laughs> I, you got you got two people, Eugene Levy and Peter Gallagher. That's all you got. Yep. <laughs> I knew it wasn't I've, Eugene Levy because I know him. I have somebody who was a director. Uh, the, they're on my list. They George were Lucas. D- director of one of the movies that Garrick mentioned <gasps> earlier. Oh, that could be anybody. Guess which one. Uh, Aaron Sorkin. Say it one more time. I I, I missed uh, I missed the setup. Someone on my list <clears throat> is the director of one of the movies that Garrick just mentioned that he watched, and he only knows Aaron Sorkin. Apparently, <laughs> so that's the one he guessed. It's the I, only director I remember. Spike right Lee. Now. I don't a, know. It's a female director. Oh crap! I know very little female. Christina O. <laughs> that's one. Sandra O. From Francis Nomad Land. Francis McDormand. Cool. Oh, no, she didn't direct that. Chloe Zaho. I've heard of her. Oh. Yeah. So here's something. Oh, here's something. I share a birthday mm-hmm. with someone who produced the first all electronic TV picture on September seventh, nineteen twenty seven. Farnsworth? Mr. Philo T. Farnsworth. Philo Farnsworth. Who I have a personal connection to. Considering I used to work for the gentleman that previously owned the Philo T. Farnsworth Television History Museum, who told me to put an ad for that museum in a paper out of Baton Rouge, the Times Picayune, and told me to put an advertisement for the Milo Farnsworth Television History Museum. And I made the ad for the Philo Farnsworth Television history media. Clearly, I knew that because I share a birthday with him, which I just found out clearly a minute and a half ago. Clearly, but or because I studied mass communication in college, <laughs> and I just happened to remember that one thing. And he came back with my boss came down and said, uh, "It's Milo Farnsworth," and I said, "Are you kidding me? Do we need to get in a <laughs> golf cart and literally drive across the street so you can see the name of the museum owned by the person who's telling you this bad information?" <laughs> and her words exactly to me were, "I think he knows the name of his own museum." And I said, "You got it." <laughs> Boy, did the letters roll in. <laughs> All of the old people across America who received the Baton Rouge Times Picayune. I don't remember if it was New Orleans or Baton Rouge or whatever the hell. Southern pers- Southern place Times Picayune who saw that article went, now wait the hell a minute. <laughs> we seriously got so many letters about the Milo Farnsworth television. Now, program. did it get blamed on you that it was wrong? No. <laughs> I had, oh, did, did, did I, I served the crow, not to the owner, but to my boss who I had a, a more close relationship with. And she fully accepted, you were right. And I'm like, say it again, <laughs> louder, please, whilst I rub my nipples. <laughs> it was a delicious moment 
that I didn't realize that you only get in your 20s because after that you just have to eat shit for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you effed up that uh, Harley Davidson 1909 bike because they didn't make Harleys back then. The hell are you even talking about? <laughs> Do you remember? I don't. Yeah, in I the really catalog, don't. it wasn't a 1909 Harley. It was a 1919 Harley. Come oh, on. it's probably a thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but for all the shit I did correct. Also, my boss was attractive. That was a great thing back then. When you're in your 20s to have an attractive boss. Oh, that's great. a terrible thing. No, it's the best. The no. best. The best worst. Guess if you're signal, single. Did, did you guys ever get to see her when you were when you guys came and kidnapped me to go on a, the trip to the cabin? Uh, Y'all showed up in my office unexpected. That was, again, something that doesn't happen when you're in your long, 40s. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. She's attractive. <laughs> So that concludes the IMD birthday extravaganza. Wait, I'm not done Woo. looking. Maybe File Farnsworth can be upped. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I still feel like Christopher Walken is not best. John Stamos. Oh my God, Robert Towers. Oh, from Faulty Towers. No, I think he's the oh. dude from Short Circuit who was like the. No. <laughs> but I seriously was I concerned when you said Obi Wan. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> How the hell did Corey just do that? <laughs> it just so happens that Alec Guinness was born on April 2nd, and that was what came up on my webpage. So there you go. I've never heard of any of these people. After Oh, Tipper Gore. There she is. She came up. Tipper. Hardly know her. Now, who was a fool's baby? April 1st? I don't know, man. You gotta click on Mackenzie that Davis. Uh, Oh, Alton yeah. Catch Fire. Yeah. Is that the one who looks almost exactly like that chick from the 80s? Yeah. So that freaked me out. And I can't even go in. Have you ever watched Halt and Catch Fire? Nope. No. That is. I've heard you talk about it. Yeah. It's an amazing show about like hardware development in the early 80s, maybe even like super late 70s, early 80s. And it was one of the, is before, you know, Stranger Things and all that crap. It was one of the first shows to go, all right, what if we take place in a time period and we actually try to make it look like we filmed it in that time period? So they added like a, a grain to it that was very common back before digital photography. You would have grain for low light situations. You would see the grit in the image and they added that or they maybe they actually shot it on old on old stuff. I don't know. And I remember watching the show and being really and my dad too, watching it and being like super impressed about how it actually made you feel like you were watching something back then. Um, it's a really intriguing show. It's it's kind of like a Jobs Wozniak kind of 1970s, like start this big computer company in your garage story. Hmm. And they bring on this programmer and it's played by that actress you just named, Howie. And she looks exactly like an actual actress from that time period. I mean, haircut, styling, to the point where I literally thought this actress had not aged 30 years and they were just using her. And I had to look it up to be sure it wasn't her. And I don't remember the name of the actress, but maybe people who like Brack Pack shit. Can Mackenzie Davis. Is Mackenzie Davis is the actress. Molly Ringwald. She's also not on... Uh, um, Ali Sheedy. Not Ali Sheedy. Dark Fate. That's all I got. That was all the girls in the Brat Pack, right? Terminator Dark Fate. She also played on that. Yes, Ooh. that's correct. And oh, also yeah. on April 1st was one Debbie Reynolds. 
Debbie, oh, Reynolds, Debbie Reynolds, mama of Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or princess. Isn't that what I said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> said our princess. You didn't say our princess. Uh, uh, uh. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, before we conclude, Garrick, do you have anything else to add? Uh, Steven Root is my hero, and I want to meet him. Honest to God, I probably I, won't. Anytime I see Steven Root in anything, he's one of those people that I go, oh, like I'm, I'm suddenly excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this suddenly Steven Root's in this, and I sit up and I start doing like the 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 excited teenage girl clap. He's one of those he to, actors. He's being more things. Whatever it's he's amazing. in, you're like, it, it's usually never a big, huge bit. Yeah, part. No, it's yeah. a it's usually a small bit, but it's always the best. And the biggest thing I've ever seen him in was this repeat role as Jimmy James on his radio. And the best part about that role is that he was an asshole with such a great take <laughs> on everything. And so here you yeah, had fantastic. Dave Foley, who is, you know, my favorite kid in the hall, uh, who is like the main character on news radio. And he would always impart wisdom from this a-hole, Jimmy James, played by Stephen Root. <laughs> and and Stephen Root would play it so perfectly matter-of-factly that this he, he would impart this a whole knowledge. He'd be like, God, what an a God, that's true though. <laughs> Everything he said. News radio is one of the most underappreciated sitcoms that ever existed. I don't know if it's just a factor of the time that it came out or the fact that it had such a strange cast of characters from like Joe Rogan to <laughs> the chick what went on to be on ER after that Andy Dick Andy, Andy Dick, Dick. Yeah. I mean and Phil Hartman and then mm-hmm. when Phil Hartman died replaced by Phil one of Phil Hartman's best friends John Lovitz such oh, a yeah. strange show but it was so good and no one remembers the redhead that was on there. I don't know her name, but I remember having an argument with my brother-in-law approximately 20 years ago where I said she's hot. And he said, dude, are you kidding? She's gross. And I showed the scene from Mouse Hunt where she's wearing a corset and he conceded. <laughs> <laughs> I remember which, that. Which which one? The Dave Foley's love interest or the redhead? The redhead with a pointed nose, pointy nose. She plays like kind of like the over-sexualized, but like like haranguing, annoying. Vicky Lewis. Yes. And I yeah. and she was fantastic. She was absolutely fantastic. Um that show you know, you know the other the only other show that I would compare to um news radio in terms of that era having being so drastically underappreciated would be Third Rock from the Sun. Jane Lynch was on that? I didn't realize Jane Lynch was on she that. It's was? been a while. I'm just Who's scrolling through the cast of news radio and she's Way further down, yeah. So she probably did a one, yeah. I, I'm or probably but. the last time I watched news radio, I didn't even know who Jane Lynch was. Probably pre 40 right. year old virgin, John Ritter, yeah. John Ritter was on, oh, yeah. um, that honest to god, like Third Rock from the Sun and news radio were shows that were around about the same time that they had a good run, they went on for a while, but never reached the zenith, you know. Of 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 yeah. you know they didn't reach friends or Seinfeld level or anything like that. But you look back and watch <laughs> Although, that stuff now, and you're like, my God, Seinfeld this is good. was on it as himself. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Phil Hartman was fantastic on that show. Joe Rogan often talks oh, about. Uh, you know, he he's actually had uh, he's had um, Dave Foley on a few times, and he'll talk about news radio. But talk about how Phil Hartman came on there from Saturday Night Live and had trouble. Uh, 
getting accustomed to being on a cast of people who don't hate each other. <laughs> because on Saturday Night Live, it's so cutthroat and everybody's competing that it took Phil Hartman one or two seasons to actually kind of chill out and realize it's okay to be cool with everybody because they would all they would all go out and get drunk after recording stuff go out and have a good time and relax and phil hartman was just like totally thinking no we're all here to kill each other right i'm lionel hutz so <laughs> i don't know i love that kind of background information about yeah. that group because it's such it's such a strange brood dave foley from kids in the hall phil hartman from saturday Night live andy dick from murdering phil hartman's wife um <laughs> oh, <laughs> Graham. too soon should I not? Yeah, Lord Graham. The, it's amazing. I'm just scrolling through the list. And I just forget how many great actors and actresses were like on that. I was like, oh, well, yeah, Phil, Phil Hartman and uh, Andy Dick were on that show when Phil Hartman died. So. Yeah, yeah. Because and, the, and then John Lovitz took over yeah. and he hated him. The story goes that Phil Hartman, it, it, Phil Hartman's wife. If for people who don't know, Phil Hartman, who was on Saturday Night Live in the '90s, and one of my very favorite comedic actors of all time and also Lionel Hutz on the Simpsons mm -hmm. for at least for the first several seasons. Um, not, you know, would it would have been Zap Brannigan if Zap Brannigan wasn't the person uh, who replaced Phil Hartman as Lionel Hutz. Oh man. Yeah. Um, you mean Lothar of the Hill people? Yeah. No, Lothar was Mike Myers. You're thinking of unfrozen caveman lawyer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, cool. we are in my absolute like <laughs> encyclopedia Britannica era of Saturday Night Live right now. <laughs> so um, Phil Hartman, when he, he died while in the, in the last couple seasons of news radio, his wife, it was a, it was a murder suicide and um, she killed him. And then offed herself. And it's a, it's attributed by many that she had a drug problem that she had, in theory, garnered because Andy Dick was around. And that's all it took. <clears throat> like, I, uh, Andy Dick was apparently, in theory, a fountain of cocaine. And Phil Hartman's wife, because of, you know, their approximation and news radio got swept up in it. And the drugs got to her. And that's what led to the murder-suicide and John Lovitz, who was like between him and Dana Carvey and Phil Hartman, like best friends. John Lovitz was so mad that he beat the shit out of Andy Dick, <laughs> like physically beat the shit out of him. That's the what the story goes. And then took over for Phil, Phil Hartman on news radio. So I don't know how that went. I don't even remember if Andy Dick was around the last couple of seasons. I honestly don't. <clears throat> but. Yeah, there was some some strange drama that came out after the fact. Yeah, that's that's one of those things you're like, yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> right. Like, I've always found Andy Dick pretty funny all the way yeah, back right. to like the Ben Stiller show in the mid uh -huh. early 90s, you know, where he's like the floating head over the beach, like and he's bopping people, knocking them down. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but funny. And even like what, like in the army now with Pauly Shore. Right. Like Andy Dick's funny. And then you hear this shit and you're like, yeah, I hate him. Yeah, well, <laughs> kind of, there, but he's I, still funny. I mean, that's the thing with, with, you know, comedic actors, you get, there's some, like anybody who's doing comedy, a lot of them have a vice. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, well, I mean, look at John Mulaney, John Mulaney had to go to rehab for cocaine. Yeah. He, I mean, you watch John Mulaney's stand up. He's the most straight laced comedian. That's kind of his shtick. I'm a normal guy. I look like the kid that was next door and was a straight A student. You know, 
but something had yep. to keep it going. Something <laughs> had to fuel it. That's know? kind of one of the things we had that uh, only the Good Day Young series. Right. You know, uh, what's his name? <laughs> we did, we jo- did one. Yeah, we did one of that series. Which <laughs> well, they're, so dep- they're kind of depressing, so it's yeah, hard to. Exactly. John Belushi. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like it's not uncommon. Right. So, but yeah. Oh, man. I don't know how the hell. Oh, we were talking about Steven Root. Steven Root's bomb. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I wanna... His radio is on Amazon. No, uh, is it? Ooh. It's it's free with ads if you want if you want ads. It's not on Prime without ads? No. We'll have to figure I out. I didn't know that was a thing. I'll have to figure I'll out a different f- way to watch that. We'll thing. have to figure out something. If there was only a way. Something. Well, figuring out of only a way. Have you guys ever watched Larva? Like actual larva in real life. Like I've seen, I saw, I've seen maggots. No, the the cartoon. I saw Mothra born from a larvae from that movie. I've seen maggots on a corpse. Actually, no, I've seen Ooh. maggots on a crawling stake in Poltergeist. Oh, gross! I've seen maggots in in a dentist's office. What? Oh, lord! It was a video. No, of someone getting their teeth pulled. Oh no! I don't want to know. And maggots were underneath. No. Ah, See, why? I've had four teeth pulled, <laughs> and no one said to me after the fact that there were any maggots yeah, involved. These teeth came out pretty easily, by the way. <laughs> As someone who used to be an EMT, I'd be surprised if you didn't have worse maggot stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call that was mouth. one of the most disturbing images i've ever seen well well thanks for sharing with us you're gonna have to you're gonna have to search that uh nope yep. not doing it you watched the father so you might as well not, do this last year no, not doing it last year we had dumped a bunch of really rat nasty stuff into our garbage bin okay and it was nasty rotten shiz that we had dumped in there and we went on vacation so the garbage didn't get picked up and it was hot oh no (laughs) and so the wife went outside to put something in the garbage (laughs) and came in and started just everywhere just vomiting profusely and i said wife what is wrong with thee (laughs) is that how you talk thy vomiting is uncharacteristic Somewhat. <laughs> Do you Verily, need a knife? why stout thou vomit? And and she explained to me that there were maggots in the garbage. Oh, ah. now I don't know if my wife was under the impression that you had to have human flesh rotting to produce maggots or what. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, well that makes sense given the fact that we dumped some rotten shiz in there a couple weeks ago. We went on vacation. It's been baking out there. Whatever, you know, after they come get the garbage, I'll hose the thing out. No problem. And she's, I'm like, it's just fly larva. And she stops. She looks. And I'm like, wait, did you not know that maggots were just baby flies? And she looks at me and she goes, I had no idea that maggots were just baby flies. And I'm like, did you think (laughs) maggots were something that only show up when like the devil is about to possess a child or something like <laughs> what kind of magic did you think produces me like in her mind like she never thought about it yeah maggots, dimension yeah like, like demons. exactly maggots were like associated with like evil gross 
bad movie demon type things. She they're never, lesser demons, but they're still demons. <laughs> she never considered that they're just baby flies. I'm like, they're literally what a caterpillar is to a butterfly. They are that to a fly. Mm. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> butterflies are beautiful flies are disgusting <laughs> he's got a point yeah. i was trying to talk her off the ledge man <laughs> she had no idea that maggots were just fly larvae. flies eat poop butterflies so, eat the sweet sweet nectar of i, I bet i can find you a butterfly that eats poop <laughs> i believe then that the butterflies don't eat poop larva is spawned from your trash then mm-hmm. what's that mm-hmm. larva cartoon Oh yeah, this cartoon that we've never watched or heard of. It's spawn. They have actually several, several things. They have larva. They have Larva Island. That Uh, sounds terrible. I don't want to go. The Larva Island movie. It is. I don't want to go there either. Some of the best cartoon. Is it family friendly? Is it a kid show? My kids watch it. (laughs) But yet. It is somewhat disgusting and a bit rude. There's no dialogue. So it's SpongeBob. Oh, there's no dialogue. No dialogue. All Mm -hmm. show, no tell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it is absolutely hilarious. Really? Really? I I think Garrick would love it. I like things. I'm anxious. I think... <laughs> Mike would be disgusted, but like it. He would be mad that he likes it. Yeah. Or, or, or frustrated that he likes it. And I'm unsure. I think, Corey, you would. I there would am be t- the wild card. I do think there would be times <laughs> you would die laughing. Yeah. It, it, it would probably be something I would need to be in the right frame of mind for. Right. Yep. But, yep. So yep. I think it's, it's kind of cool because they like each episode they actually cut up in like three or four like bits mm-hmm. and so they're just doing a thing whatever this is uh they're trying to accomplish something or they're <laughs> just trying to survive or yeah and most of it's ridiculous one of them he eats things and then farts a lot Wait, which, no i I'm love in. farting i'm which, in which propels him <laughs> oh i'm more in my kids why don't they have that to fart my night? my yeah, yeah larva and fortnite need to come together the and have easter fortnite. eggs need to give you fart yeah. boost i think <laughs> this is some of the best television on tv it's on netflix my, right now my kids die laughing i'm sure my kid would because i also potty feel, humor is her achilles heel. i feel a little guilty make letting them watch it but i'm also like no this is great because <laughs> <laughs> finally we're enjoying something together uh, that's not iCarly. it's from south korea so it is from you know. so, but you would Honestly, if you didn't you have dialogue, know. who gives a crap? You wouldn't know. There's, it's not even like, there's no, yeah, the, of that styling. It, it, actually, I was amazed when I was when you'd see the credits. You're like, holy crap! Yeah, holy crap! I don't, I don't know if this Constant is con- controversial or whatever, but South Korea is my favorite Korea. Just saying. Yeah, well, I mean, you might. Off- I like it. You might the offend most. the one person in the North Korea who's allowed to f- access the internet. South Korea is the best Korea. I'm standing. I'm standing on that mountain right now. <laughs> I believe. I'm down that hill. I, I'm going to go through I'm the. I'm pa- in that demilitarized. I'm back zone. on IMDb. 
And I'm going through the parents' guide for you guys. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Sex and nudity, none. <laughs> Boo, I'm out. <laughs> F that. Violent. I want some sweet, sweet larva action. <laughs> Violence and gore. Bow, 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 severe. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. Oh, severe. I don't understand oh, that wow. rating, but okay, I'll I'm give in. it. I'll give you. I'm in. Still in. I'm back <laughs> in. Profanity, none. <laughs> Obviously, uh, they're not talking. Back out. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm 50-50. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking. It says none. But you really don't know sometimes what they're eating. Yeah. So. <laughs> Could be drugs and Frightening alcohol. and intense scenes. Severe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that that's, there you got it. There you have it. That sounds like a horror show. That sounds the best. <laughs> it does make it sound Except like. Except for <laughs> propelled by farting. That makes it completely accessible. It sounds yeah. like. No, no, it, that, that's probably around the same lines as a Saw movie. No nudity. <laughs> All blood, yeah. blood and guts. It mainly follows the the red and the yellow bug. Is well, the, clearly the, the red and the yellow bug that I've never seen is the one that you would follow. Yeah, the, I mean, colored it, like Pac Man. This is their. If you go, oh god, they look like Veggie Tales. That does kind of make it look. <laughs> that actually makes it look more like Veggie Tales than, than the show. Than actually, the show. Does? yeah. Okay, you're right. I didn't think about that. You said that. Like, oh crap! Yeah, I've right. ruined it for you. You're welcome. No, because the show's great yeah. and the it's not it's not styled in that cartoon way. I don't think VeggieTales ever did the propelled by farting for more than like a one or two gag, one off maybe. Oh, they're missing out. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to sell them short. I'm, I'm guessing he's about ready to fart right there. Probably that picture looks like there's a fart happening. Yeah. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's something I've been watching. I I don't go and just watch it. The kids have it on. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm eating lunch or dinner or whatever, and late, and they're all watching TV, and I'm like, hmm, this is great. It has me. <laughs> the The weird thing is, you can't just, look away. Yeah, I just I'm like, this is amazing. I'm entertained. That's great because everything my kid watches on YouTube is the opposite of that, except for Weird Al videos, which she has suddenly started doing on her own. Well, the, the best thing is, is there is no dialogue. Yeah, and so the, you don't have any whiny kids going. Rah! Yeah, or, or yeah, the YouTube yeah. streamers who are just constantly oh, yeah. screaming for no reason. Look, I'm going <laughs> to do this amazing thing. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ah, Ah, Ah. Oh, my God. Shut up. Baby. Obnoxious Zoom. I, uh. And dab. <laughs> <laughs> that's buns, yo. Yeah, that's straight buns, yo. Bunch of sweats. I, um. After I was done uh, creeping on the naked chick at the KOA, I uh, mostly naked, mostly, mostly. Well, again, I was trying to look away. She could have gotten naked at any point. Um, I was very tired. And also the winds got up above 20 miles per hour on the ride home, which for my little baby truck, pull my big old camper was an eye opening experience. And I was tired when I got home. So I sat down in my easy chair and I proceeded to watch three Batman animated movies in a row. <laughs> That's back doing to it back right. to back. I didn't even get up to take a leak. I just dove right there. Peed in a cup. I did. No, he peed yeah. right on himself. Now, yeah, I in his absorbed pants. it. That's why just I bought such a poofy chair. <laughs> exactly. Put your diaper on. And the, the sad thing is, and I don't think about this, but saying it out loud, the recliner is in my bedroom. <laughs> 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 just 
so I'm in my bedroom in front of like the 50 inch TV in a recliner. <laughs> And I, are actually stuffed with diapers. <laughs> well, yeah. Peas. That's the most. And, and it gets more comfortable. It's the best. <laughs> and then you end up, up finding maggots yeah. every once in a while. The more you piss in it, the more it feels like a waterbed. That's the whole point. Oh, man. It supports me everywhere. I need to be supported. So I watch because I used to love, you know, the Batman animated series from the 90s. I was yep. like my absolute shits, right? That's a great series. Right. One of the best. Well, it may be the best. Eventually had Mark Hamill as the Joker, one of the greatest cartoon voices of all time. Not originally Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Oh, interesting. But, um, but yeah. Uh, so I'm like, you know. DC's a trailer fire. Why don't I watch some of that? And <laughs> the movies tend to be awful. So, you know, other than the classic ones, I mean, honest to God, still Mask of the Phantasm is a masterpiece. So, you know? so three Batman animated series movies is like what? One fourth of a Snyder cut. Approximately. Yeah. Okay. Approximately. But I, well, these weren't the animated series movies. These were more recent ones. Oh, recent ones. Yeah, so you get the words shit and asshole at least three times each in every oh, one. That's how yeah, DC so shows you they're edgy. I <laughs> I sincerely do miss the days when DC was comfortable being the good guy of comics, where DC was softer. I mean, yeah, you had Frank Miller stuff, which was dark and twisted, but it was still softer, whereas Marvel was constantly like, look, we're edgy teenagers. We have mutant powers. Man, DC's like, whatever. We're gods. Everything's fine. Boy Scouts. Yay. <laughs> and DC is now like, you know, you know, look, dark colors, raping things. I don't know. DC, Batman's dick. Yeah, Batman's dick. Exactly. So, but I was like, we'll take a risk. On this stuff. So first one I watched was Batman the Dark Knight Returns Part One. Oh, part one. So when I watch this Is that based on Frank Miller? Yes. Loosely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when I watch this, at the beginning of Batman the Dark Knight Returns Part One, I get you get a um a rundown of what happened previously. Previously on Assumably, presumably part zero <laughs> Batman has a heart attack it wasn't until the end that I realized that when I watched Batman the Dark Knight Returns part one I was actually watching Batman the Dark Knight Returns part two <laughs> <laughs> what so at the end I was like wow this seems like a great place to end but okay let's see where it's going <laughs> <laughs> and the answer was nowhere a-hole <laughs> oh, sorry DC nowhere asshole yeah and I started laughing because it was literally the thing that streamed was the wrong thing. Like I went back and looked, and it said my history says part one. It's not because when I went to watch part two, it was also the same thing I'd already watched. <laughs> Dang it! I kept forwarding, waiting for it to be different, <laughs> and it recap. wasn't. It was not different. Um, so in this movie, Batman's uh, older. Mm -hmm. So naturally, you get RoboCop to voice him, Peter Weller. He's got a must. He's got a mustache, right? Uh, no, no mustache. Boo! No mustache. Sorry, I'm sorry. But you had Peter Weller voicing him. Michael McKeon <laughs> was voiced. Some other people around there. Uh, that movie was it was okay. You know, uh, it, at the end when he's like trying to like 
basically he's too old to do his crap anymore and there's a bunch of dudes who started gangs calling themselves like sons of batman and they're all crappy people but like the city loses power and everything and batman rides in on a horse because it was a nuclear bomb that superman detonated in the atmosphere and it emp'd everything so batman batman rides in on a horse and says hey gangbangers we're gonna be the law and the gangbangers like well we were gangbangers but yeah woo batman the end (laughs) <laughs> that's like the comic yeah pretty much <laughs> that movie sucked did it did it have the uh russian lady that had- the, the with the swastika tits <laughs> yeah oh no yes she's german yeah yeah i couldn't believe it like i know <laughs> dc is always trying to be edgy oh. and i've not read the frank miller comics i have i mean it's right out of the comic <laughs> But literally starts off with a cartoon lady with with swastika, like 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 she took electrician's take tape and made black swastikas over her nipples. And I'm mm-hmm. like, are you goddamn kidding me right now? The classic Frank Miller. Oh my god, it's so it's it. Him and Zack Snyder should just get together and beat off all over each other. Oh man, that movie would like implode. Yeah, that so. that movie kind of more or less sucked. Then I watched Batman mm-hmm. Hush. Oh, that's a good that's a good comic. Um, I've not read the comic. Wait, is that the one where they added the extra No, 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 never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. I've not read the comic. Uh, but this one I enjoyed more. Mm. Uh, you get they 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 open up some obvious stuff early on that you know is, you know, I mean it's a it's a cartoon movie, but you know the, the foreshadowing is pretty heavy ladled on at the front. Hey, Batman, we're the League of Assassins. We just showed up <laughs> randomly during this thing. Someone used a Lazarus pit. Can you look into it for us? And Batman's like, sure, whatevs. And then does nothing about it. <laughs> so you're like, well, I can't wait for this to show up later. And of course it does. And yeah, you have a villain who calls himself Hush, who's mm, controlling all the serious. other villains. I like this one, A, because Selena Kyle and Batman were all up on each other, which is hot. Is that the one where he fights Bat- uh, Superman? Uh, yes. At one point, he, okay. well, he's, he fights a lot of people. He fights Ivy. He fights Superman. He fights, mm-hmm. I mean, damn near the hell out of everybody. And I can't remember. I think Jimmy Olsen shows up as the agent Jimmy Olsen. Is that where uh, Poison Ivy is controlling Superman? Early on, yeah. Poison yeah. Ivy is being controlled by Hush, and she sometimes I get that confused with Long Halloween. Right. Reason. Yeah, and she does control Superman, and so Batman does have to fight Superman at one point, and more or less shuts that she's down. And Catwoman's helping out, which is fun. And mm-hmm. in this one, uh, Batman decides, "F it, I'm letting Selena in on the whole thing." Drives her into the Bat Cave while Nightwing's in there, Dick's in there doing pull ups. And then Selena <laughs> pops out of the, of the Batmobile and Dick's all like, oh, shoes, there's a girl here. Oh, hell. And <laughs> that's fun. I, I, I'm honest to God, I, 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 I love Batman, but there's so much bad Bat content out there at the same mm-hmm. Bat time, same Bat channel. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. I was a little disappointed by who ended up being Hush, the secret villain. Who's controlling oh, everything? Oh, okay. It was. It's not a bad angle. I just. I don't know. In the in the comic, it's. I don't know. I I can't remember if I saw the movie, but it's very heavily telegraphed who it is. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They in the movie they hide it pretty well till about two thirds through, 
in which case a villain that he's visiting in Arkham crap goes south and you're like, oh, oh, you know, because it ends up being Clayface and not who he thinks it is. And you're like, well, then that's the person. So, uh, but uh, I will say I do like any time Clayface shows up because he showed up early in the Batman animated series and that <laughs> made me happy. <laughs> and then finally, finally, I watched Batman, Batman. the killing joke. Oh, boy. Oh boy. I I watched that one too. I have looked forward to this one for a long time for the following reasons. Uh in college, uh friend of the show, the late comic book writer artist Jeremy Dale explained to me what the plot of the killing joke was when I was young and stupid and thought comics were happy. And I went, mm-hmm. "What the hell, man?" <laughs> you that know, one had the the animated series voice cast most of them and that's why i was looking forward to it mark hamill returning as the joker uh oh kevin conroy kevin conroy as batman bruce wayne i was i was really that's why and the killing joke is considered one of the uh linchpins of batman lore yeah it's like a it's i don't know if it's in the batman canon quote unquote i mean what does that even mean yeah it's pretty much like Contains the origin of the Joker. Right. Or a Joker. And an origin of the Joker. Because and in and the, and the nice thing is, and I believe this was the way it was in the comic, and they definitely do it in the movie, is that the Joker, even while he's like giving his backstory, is pretty much saying, But who the hell knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy and this changes every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which yeah. was one of the more brilliant parts about it. But the killing joke for people who are fans of like the birds of prey and are sorry series on the WB back in the day or CW or whatever the hell it was at the time and stuff like that. The killing joke gave birth to the whole story that Barbara Gordon, who was Batgirl, became Oracle because she was paralyzed from the waist down. And so she was in a wheelchair. She became like the elite hacker. She was Batman's eye in the sky. It's why when you play Arkham Asylum, which is still one of the best damn video games of all time, there's uh, Barbara Gordon's constantly talking to Batman in his ear because she's the one doing the research. She's Oracle. She can't get out there and flip around and zip line everywhere anymore. And she has, as I understand it, she's since been cured of her paralysis and is able to Batgirl around again. But that was a, one of those moments where they kind of dropped a bomb in the comics and more or less stuck to it for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's because the Joker shot Batgirl in the in the tum tum, right through her spine, <laughs> and then it's heavily implied that he raped her. Mm-hmm. And it's not something you get. Well, I definitely took pictures of. Her. Yeah, definitely took and pictures as if to imply that positions because his whole intention was to make Jim Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, go insane to or or at least to 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 become uh, less scrupulous. In order to show Batman that he can he can turn any good person bad. And of course, that's where I have to say I was really just damn disappointed by this movie. It was this typical, hey, look, Joker got out of jail, bought a carnival, and set up a trap for Batman. Other than the whole opening part where, like, with Barbara Gordon and and trying to drive Jim Gordon mad, it's literally the same damn thing that we've seen a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But it's an older story. So I, I can't really make the movie at fault for that because the story has been around forever. Um, I really enjoyed hearing uh, 
hearing Mark Hamill as the Joker, just like I did in the Arkham Asylum games, the Arkham games, um, and Kevin Conroy as Batman, because the other ones, even the animated style don't feel right, but then the voice feels completely off. Mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy can go from Bruce Wayne to Batman so convincingly in two completely <laughs> different voices, whereas everybody it's- else just tends to do one voice for the both of them because they don't want to sound like uh, Christian Bale, like growl screaming. <laughs> Yes, Batman. Tell me where he is. That was a that was a it was enjoyable, but I was I felt let down overall. They they added to the animated uh, movie that Batman and uh, uh, Batgirl hooked up. Like I was wondering about because I'm like Jeremy never told me about that. That was (laughs) never in the comic. They added that weird. Like so, he would like it. I guess. This is the, I guess, thought behind it that the impact at the end would be a lot greater for Batman. Like, like it would like add some sort of like chauvinistic, like protective man thing to it, or something. Yeah, I, I guess. Like the the comic is was written by Alan Moore, who you know writes the most depressing stuff on earth, like Watchmen, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. So you know, it's not a happy story, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, that. It's it's good because the Joker they kind of humanize him a little bit, right? And with how flashbacks. he what he went through in in his origin, and which is it's not horribly dissimilar from the Jack Napier story from the Batman movie from eighty nine ninety whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, but but a little different in the fact that he's like he's a normal guy struggling comedian who gets conned into doing this job where they got to go through the chemical plant to get into the playing card factory next door. And he's dressed up as the Red Hood, which I found interesting because I don't know, chicken and egg, whether the Red Hood story with uh, with Robin precedes the Red Hood origin story for uh, Joker. I'm yeah. assuming the Joker Red Hood origin story came first. And that's why uh, the the I can't remember the name of the Robin after Dick Grayson. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Why the Jason Todd Red Hood took up the mantle of Red Hood just to torment Batman. I'm assuming that's because of the killing joke in the Red Hood. Yeah. Oh, no. DC's such a mess. <laughs> but it was interesting. That that was actually probably my favorite part of it was all those Joker pseudo flashbacks. Yeah. And that's the best part of the comic. Like, he's got a wife and there's, I think he's expecting a kid, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And, or they're trying to have a kid. Or yeah. And like she's, uh, yeah, no, she's pregnant and she plugs in, I can't remember what it was. It was an appliance that had a motherhood related appliance that I can't remember what it was, uh, but something old timey sounding. And there was an electrical short and she was electrocuted and died. Yeah, and oh, and that's the way it's revealed in the show. It's a, by the way, plugged it in, freak accident, dead. See is, mm-hmm. and you're like, and Holy that's damn. one of the like that comic contains one of the most iconic uh, frames in Batman history, where you know he's gone through the chemicals, he comes out the drain, and he's like has his hands over his face, and he's yeah. like crying blood, but still laughing. Yeah, and like that is just iconic. It's it's crazy looking and awesome and terrible at the same time yeah because here's this guy who snapped because he hated his job became a comedian sucked at it and found things funny that other people did not find funny but was just like a nervous nelly because he had to support his wife who loved him and supported him no matter what and his unborn child and then you know decides to do one bad thing to try to set them on the straight and narrow and right before it's getting ready to happen she dies and 
the the con men who have conned him into doing this job because he used to work in the chemical factory so he can guide them through to get to the playing card factory to rob because for some reason there's a lot of money to rob in a playing card factory <laughs> i understand yeah, nintendo's Big got money. cash y'all so he's Big trying to playing card yeah yeah trying to and so they've got this patsy essentially set up and it's clear that their whole red and I'm, i don't want to i didn't want to go into this much detail but it's, it's the most interesting part of it is that these you know these old like old timey mob by mob kind of <laughs> guys have set up this red hood character so that they can run these jobs get a patsy dress them in this costume and then the cops will always think that that is the mastermind mm-hmm. when it's just a patsy in a costume and these other guys are the ones who are the masterminds and so that's yeah the joker is this patsy and he's the only one who survives and that the only one who they force him to do the job even though he literally just found out that day that his wife and unborn child died because mm-hmm. he, they can't let him out of it and yeah he loses it in a very convincing way and I, that was good yeah but every other part of it was just like oh my god now the reason why i spent so long talking about these three movies in all three movies each one of which featured a different villain am i right garrick all three of these movies different villain in each film yeah yeah yes well joker was in he was in the the dark 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 night right that's true briefly that's true yeah um in every one of these films batman punches a hall of mirrors a lot (laughs) that's batman for you I could not. I mean, I Batman hates me, uh, dude. Actually, I, that's not true. In one of them, the villain is the one punching all the mirrors, and Batman's the one torturing them with the mirrors. But like, I love Batman. I know that the you know the Joker oftentimes like welcome to my carnival, come in here and deal with the mirrors. Every one of these movies had the same effing scene. <laughs> And but and I mean, who watches three in a row? I don't know. I'm psychotic, but I'm like, oh, my God, this has opened my mind up to a problem in the Batman mythos <laughs> that needs to be resolved ASAP. No more effing mirrors punching <laughs> because there's so damn much now. Yeah, I mean, Bruce Wayne's like a billionaire. He can like tell them no more crazy house beer thingies yeah ever in gotham like yeah. that's an ordinance now yeah no more no more hollow mirrors we're done i've been in two hollow mirrors in the last couple of years and those things are stressful <laughs> yeah they're terrible yeah but uh but yeah i could not believe that every one of the movies that i picked to watch had the same effing scene that's that's like a that's almost like a cliche in action movies now like john wick did it did John uh, Wick do it? So I've only seen the first one and I barely remember it. I think uh, maybe it was in the second one. Okay. I think it was this, one of them did it like a, a hall of mirrors type thing. <laughs> it's incredibly cliche. Like yeah. to me, like we're beyond cliche. We're into satire at that mm-hmm. point. And I couldn't yeah. believe that someone at some point didn't break off and say, all right, guys, this might've been in the comic 30 years ago, but let's retell this <laughs> instead of redoing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm, it just, it, yeah. I just saw this giant festering wound in the Batman mythos of punching mirrors and how open it is now of all those three movies. My favorite part easily was from uh, what the hell was from Hush, I believe, 
and it was when Damian Wayne video call video called Bruce Wayne to say, "All right, Dad, I realize you got to get your rocks off, but we got to play it safe." And then he hangs up on him. <laughs> Bruce Wayne hangs up on him because he doesn't want to be lectured by his son about how he needs to <laughs> how he needs to have. He understands his son, who's what like. 12 13 yeah something like but that. is raised by like crazy egyptian people assassins <laughs> who's like listen dad i get it you got to have sex sometimes but let's be smart <laughs> and that is a very it's only like 20 seconds long but it's a really fun because damien is just so dry that's his whole thing he doesn't He's feel basically people like bruce wayne in a little kid body yeah but also knows how to kill people but, really yeah. effectively yeah exactly that and he was it was the only part that Damien was in the whole thing and I it made me really laugh. I I I like a little I like a little Damien Wayne every now and then. So. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yep. Cool yeah. Listen, I don't know if all this Damien Wayne, Bruce Wayne's son. Mm-hmm. With Rachel Ghoul's Rachel Ghoul's daughter, I believe was Talia. his mother. Talia Ghoul was his mom. So you want to know a little more about Talia Ghoul? You want to play uh was that Arkham City or was it Arkham Knights? <clears throat> That had all the Talia stuff. You play those games, Garrick? Yeah, a few of them. Yeah, I played Arkham City all the way through. Arkham Arkham Asylum all the way through with Masterpiece. Yeah, the first one I like. Dis- I destroyed that game. That game, in every possible way, was one of the best storytellings in video game <laughs> form ever. Yeah, hands down. I mean, I don't care genre anything. That is one of the best stories in a video game. Like that's the uh, that was like the perfect storm of. Good story, great gameplay, great controls. Yeah. And leveling um, like, up. Everything was like perfect. Majestic pace. Yeah. Something that doesn't get discussed that often, but the pace of that game, it it's like, I know you want to fly around as brute as as Batman and throw like bat shurikens at everything. Batarangs, I know. But <laughs> slow down. He's the goddamn world's best detective. Mm-hmm. So slow the hell down. And you're like, and when you first start playing, you're like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump off walls. I'm going to kick people's ass. And like, oh, no, this game's not going to let me go that. Well, now, wait a minute. This is interesting. Oh, geez. Oh, now this. Ooh. Ooh. Like that mm-hmm. game is spooky as hell. Even with like just like the voice recordings of like the freaking Arkham dude who founded the yeah. asylum and all that crap. Oh, yeah. The, a- the mood and the, the visuals, like just the environment you're in is just like it is Arkham. Yeah. So. Yeah, the best Arkham. And like one of my favorite characters, Mr. Freeze, isn't even in that first game. But you see where he was kept and broke out of. And this game visualizes it in such a way that when I saw that and I looked, I'm like, oh, damn, that's where Mr. Freeze. Like, it scared me Mm -hmm. about a character who's not even in the game. Yeah, because I know that's where he was like, oh, that game's amazing. It made Killer Croc not a joke. Oh my God, Killer Croc! <laughs> I I don't want to talk about. It. I'm gonna start crying. It's gonna be like watching the father. <laughs> Killer Croc in Arkham Asylum is one of the most goddamn nerve wracking, terrifying things mm-hmm. until you actually start dealing with him, and then in which case he's one of the most anger angering, piss off things. <laughs> And yeah. still a little scary, but right before you deal with him, he's the most terrifying damn thing. You're like, yep. oh God, what's going to happen? Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. A little more terrifying than he was in Suicide Squad. Yep. You boys catch the trailer for the new suit, The Suicide Squad, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. No. Yep. 
Dick joke the movie. Dick joke the movie, indeed. <laughs> you want to hear John Cena talk about eating an entire beach covered in dicks? <laughs> then that's the trailer for you, because guess what? It's Red Band, baby. <laughs> yep. That is a Red Band trailer. It's got a, it's it, got a great cast. It's got a weird cast. But great, great, but weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming whoever uh, Davidson plays dies early. So Pete Davidson from Saturday Live. Oh, yeah. But because I still haven't watched the Kings of Staten Island, I haven't figured out where I hold Pete Davidson <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> but I'm assuming he dies really soon. Oh, this is a Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad trailer is exactly the same as Suicide Squad second trailer was for me. Oh, that looks interesting. The difference is back then I was like, but I don't, I'm not convinced they know why that's interesting, <laughs> which ended up being true. The trailer people were great. The movie was garbage. Well, the first uh, 30 minutes was great. And Ish. like tanked. Yeah. Like I love the intros of all the characters at the beginning. No, I yeah, thought that was right. pretty good. Yeah. You're not but wrong. After that, it was just like, but this one, you have night like 80% whole new characters. You got the ones you got, you got Captain Boomerang. <laughs> you got what's his nuts. The, the, the dude, what runs or is like, kind of the leader. I can't remember his name. We'll call him uh, Captain Badass. Amanda Waller. Oh, He's a Captain America with with personal issues guy. Peacemaker. I don't know. Whatever the hell. No, and I'm talking about Amanda Waller. She, Amanda Waller's back, but. Rick Flag. Rick Flag. Thank That's you. That's Back to the Future 3. You got <laughs> Colt Peacemaker. <laughs> I know where you went. Um, But yeah, you got Rick Flag. You got Captain Boomerang. You got Harley Quinn. King Shark. But that's, I'm talking from the first movie. <laughs> Oh, I see. Those, I, those are the only three you get from the first movie, right? That's it. Yeah, I think that's it. And I don't. I'm not like even all the rest of them die. Maybe I, I don't guess. know how that movie ended. But well, no, uh, Deadshot. He's not in it. No, he's uh, not in it. No. Yeah, no. Are you kidding? You think Will Smith would touch that with a ten foot <laughs> pole at this point? Nope. Hell no. He'd be like, "Sorry, my RV's in the shop again." But <laughs> King Shark has me fascinated because a. I love King Shark because of how stupid the character is. And I love the fact that the Flash CW series went whole hog on King Shark really early. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, no, we're getting Grodd in here and we're getting King Shark. Hey, oh, get out the way. King Shark in the, the Harley Quinn animated series was voiced by Ron Funches. No, <laughs> shut your <laughs> mouth. Yeah, which is incredible. Like, that is a bet. Because you know Ron Funches, he's not... Like, he's got a voice and, like this, and he's yeah. always just going, and he's got that lisp, and he's fine and with that. He does. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't change his voice. It's just Ron no. Funches. He does. Ron, I don't think Ron it, Funches has an impression to no, his name. And King Shark, you know, he's. You, you think, oh, King Shark, he's probably got a really gruff, like, gravelly voice. Yeah, like Sylvester Stallone is voicing him. In yes, Suicide Squad. Uh, <laughs> but Ron Funches, because the, the movie's all or the show Harley Quinn is all funny and mm. off the wall nonsense. And it's great. Ron Funches as King shark. That is amazing. Star Wars, but with fucking, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's voiced by Sylvester Stallone, but he's mo-capped by Nate AG. Do you know who that is? I think, uh, I think it's Nate, not Tim AG. It's Nate AG. I believe 
He's a. Uh, did you ever watch Sarah Silverman show? Nope. He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, having a hard time naming anything that you might know, but he's a comedian. He's one of those like like taller, gruff comedians. Like Sanders, like I'm a nerd. I get it. Whatever the hell. You know, his, his shtick is like. I don't give a shit, nerd kind of thing. Kind of like uh, the dude, what was on Just Shoot Me with David Spade. In fact, on the Sarah Silverman show, they played lovers. <laughs> anyway, he's a funny dude. And he did the mocap for it. And he also plays a character in the trailer. He's the guy who's like, we got an effing kaiju up in here. You know, <laughs> that's him. And so, yeah, like I like him and stuff. And the fact that he did the mocap for King Shark, he's not. He's not like the kind of dude you expect to be aggro. He's the kind of guy you expect to be like totally just like whatever the hell. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And that makes me kind of interested in just how they're playing off King Shark. <laughs> just like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like King Shark is literally a shark with legs. That's it. That's the whole character. You're you're gone. You're out. And he eats people sometimes. And that happens in the trailer. In fact, he rips a dude in effing half. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> literally picks up a soldier in his hands rips him in half down the middle like guts stretching out the whole nine yards (laughs) and i'm like all right listen james gunn we need to talk you stole my amazon music list for the first two guardians movies and i can't forgive you nor love you enough for that (laughs) however i'm a little scared because dc's dog vomit usual yeah. And you've taken one of those proven things, Suicide Squad, and tried to make something that might be entertaining. And I've been hurt a lot, James Gunn. <laughs> we can't get worse. I mean, <laughs> he, can't, well, that's true. You're right. DC can't get worse. Batman versus Superman is the bottom rung. You can't get lower than that, I believe. So I am cautiously very cautiously optimistic <laughs> about the suicide squad because oh, and i will peter say this capaldi what's that peter capaldi as uh the thinker he has oh yes the doctor <laughs> as the thinker the, do- the doctor who from mm-hmm. doctor who he has the thing sticking out of his head like a classic uh comic book villain well yeah <laughs> okay. and well, oh, well, he looks like the thinker but the people that yeah. like the polka dot man or mr whatever the hell his name is po- mr polka dot whatever the hell that guy's name is who literally just has polka dots all over his suit that he can control <laughs> 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 it's like they're going oh no we're not just doing suicide squad we are we are intentionally scraping the bottom of the barrel because that's the, the best we can do and that will be awesome yeah. i and, mean the yeah. You got Idris Elba, who's like I know, the right? actor of all time yes. in this stupid movie. Yeah. Idris Elba arguing with John Cena in a van. <laughs> what the hell just happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, and like, was it Idris? Who was it that was arguing with John Cena about the dicks? Was it Idris Elba? Uh, yeah, I think it was Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah. Idris Elba, John Cena arguing about about eating a bag of dicks yeah and john cena willingly accepting it <laughs> so, so yeah idris elba's character uh named blood sport blood sport hilarious right. but i guess in the movie he was sentenced to uh prison for shooting superman with a kryptonite bullet yep which i that's a thing right <laughs> yeah that's yeah hilarious. that's a thing from the comics he's yeah he he's supposed to be who will smith 
was it was supposed to be Will Smith's role, but yeah. obviously Will Smith's not coming back, so they replaced him. And Deadshot and Bloodsport aren't that different. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> In the comics either. <laughs> Just so as you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it but it seems like I feel like Idris Elba is going to be a lot more interesting than Will Smith. Will Smith was might as well have not been in Suicide Squad. He was one of the least interesting things about it. I yeah. still don't understand how that happened. But <laughs> he could yeah, have been a lot cooler because he's Will freaking Smith. Yeah, is he anymore? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, the Suicide Squad. Check out that trailer. Not when the kids are around. <laughs> it looks interesting, and. uh Whatever that, whatever that's that star. I forget the name of that villain that is the giant sea star. <laughs> oh yeah, what the hell's know. his name? I can't remember. Sea star man. Yeah, that looks. Yar. <laughs> we got enough kaiju up in here or up in the shiz. I don't know. Whatever. That looks fun. I here's hoping. Margot Robbie. What lines she had? I loved her. Her the little bit about them going to rescue her. <laughs> and how she's already pretty much broken out, but she's saying she could go back inside because she's she's so touched that they're there to rescue her <laughs> that she's willing to go back in so they can do it. And she yeah. she sounds more Harley Quinnish now. Yeah, she she's really uh, grown into the role. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate that because she's a good enough actress with with enough major, you know like accolade films under her belt that she could totally be turning up her nose and phoning it in. And it's uh, apparently that's not her style. And I respect the hell out of that. So anyhow, man, this gone on Uh, for as long as you thought it would. The one of the best things, news items, Uh Uh, a news item that I have. Oh, do I, should I hit the button even? Maybe that's enough. Is (laughs) there is a series that just wrapped filming. Ooh. That I'm excited about. Starring Superman. Superman, which one? So many now. But it's not Superman. What? The actor who played Christopher Reeves. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Woo! Not Christopher Reeves. Not Christopher. Not George Reeves. What is something I would be excited about that just wrapped filming? The Henry Cavill. Witcher 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 Two. Witcher Two. Witcher Two. We should be seeing later this year a Witcher 2. Thank God. I've been waiting for freaking ever. For yeah, that. man. Seriously. Is that Amazon, right? There's a Netflix. With Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Oh, that's right. Amazon's the ones that just can't seem to finish the Lord of the Rings thing. Lord of the Rings, but with nudity for some yeah, reason. Yeah, for some reason. For some reason. Boo. <laughs> Although Witcher was rifled with. <laughs> as well, as it should be. Well, that's but, fine but it's for the, the Witcher. Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. you played the game? I mean, yeah. right. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. that's that's all the news I have for you boys. <laughs> Witcher. <laughs> I I'm excited about Witcher season two. I, did you finish season one? Yeah, I did. I thought you did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I did. I finished season one and I watched the behind the scenes of yes, season I one. I did too. And I'm psyched for season two. I didn't watch me as well. Oh, you got to watch. They're only they're really short. You should watch. You should. Yeah. Yes. Are they on the Netflix as well? Oh, yeah. By the way, there's over 270 episodes of Larva. 
Jesus. Speaking of Superman, before we qu- before we uh, acquit ourselves for the evening <laughs> yes. or the morning, I, I did want to bring up that uh, Garrick a couple weeks ago said that on his docket was the adventures of Superman and Lo- or not the adventures, Superman and Lois. I think yeah. of the adventures mm-hmm. of Lois and Clark. <laughs> Superman and Lois. And I need to put down what I have observed about this oh. CW show. Interesting. Garrick, as I recall, said this may be the most legitimate take on the Superman character that he's seen in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And in response to that, I have to say, hell yes it is <laughs> yeah buddy god dang now i knew i liked this effort of superman in supergirl and supergirl is a shit show <laughs> most of it yeah i liked supergirl at first i was like this is a shit show but it's good it's got terry hatcher in it sometimes sometimes once, yeah once but i mean it's twice. got it's got it's got melissa benoa list or whatever and well it's like she's whoo-hoo, you know she could pose ne- on a on a campground picnic table next to me any day but um that show was silly from the beginning even though i liked it and then it became garbage because it just got so up its own ass and so many new characters and you couldn't take any of them seriously all that crap um but when superman showed up i was like i like this dude i, I he seems like a nice guy superman yeah he's not a huge guy no but- he's not he's not he's- like this giant ripped dude by any stretch but he's totally believable, just good-looking dude who can throw on a pair of glasses and fade into the crowd. <laughs> and yep. Lois, when they when I first saw Lois, was probably in one of the Flash crossover events. And I liked her, too. I'm like, she seems like a pretty legit Lois. Okay, so what am I, four episodes, five episodes into Superman and Lois at this point, Garrick? Yeah, so four or five. Yeah. Um, I love both of them. <laughs> I love the two boys that play their, the twin teenage boys that play their kids, Jonathan and um, Jordan, Jordan, named after Superman's two fathers, Jonathan Kent and Jor-El, which I thought is really cool. At first, you're like, what the hell would you do? God, it sucks to be Jordan. <laughs> yeah, because like Jonathan is in the comics, like he's Superboy. Right. And like Jordan, you're like, who the hell is Jordan? And is he ever actually technically Superboy? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know because Superboy's been different well, things in the yeah, past. There's, I mean, I guess in the current state of DC Comics, I think he's still Superboy. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow's right around the corner. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. So Jonathan, he's blonde football star. Blah blah blah. I and 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 Jordan being the one who who's like the recluse he's like you know they even talk about he's got attitude issues he's he's got a a therapist and all that stuff but he's the one who starts to develop slight powers and who knows where they're going to go with it but i love the show and the only thing they could do to improve the show is just remove the villains and just let me watch the family drama (laughs) because even my wife now she won't admit it but she'll sit and pay half attention while we're while my daughter and I are watching the show because it is such a legitimate small town family drama. Like really legitimate. Like if you took out the powers, it's straight up full quality family drama primetime show. But then also he's Superman. <laughs> 
Yeah, and it and it's great because what I hate, and this is what every Superman movie does. Superman's only weakness is kryptonite. Yeah, so we're gonna bring in kryptonite in this movie uh, show. Yeah, they they bring in kryptonite, but he overcomes it. But that's not his only weakness. His other and maybe greater weakness is his family and the people he loves. Oh yeah, like that is his real weakness. When like, I mean, Krypt- he's sitting there going toe to toe with Lois's dad, fighting over his responsibilities, whether or not they're to the country or to the family. And I'm like over there just lapping it up, dude. Yeah, and this is where DC EU movies missed out. Yep. Like uh, he has Martha, his mother, his adopted mother, telling him like, "You don't know these people anything. You don't, you know, you don't need to help these people." But in this one, it's like the complete opposite. Like well, that's, that's his weakness. You mean, you mean this one people, and ninety nine percent of the comics as well? Yeah, when people are hurting people, especially his own people. Yeah, like shit's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> and also both you know, Martha Kent would never say you don't owe these people anything. Martha Kent would say you need to do what's right. You need to do what's yeah. best. And that's and why Mar- that's Superman's that's his responsibility and his weakness. And and that's what's also great cuz Martha Kent like spoiler she passes away in like the first episode. Yeah, it's like the first 10 but minutes. Her you can feel her throughout the entire series like he's trying to honor her memory. Right. Like they and, move into her house and the town, yeah. everybody in the town, because they all moved to Smallville. Everybody in Smallville just remembers her as being a pillar of the society there. You know, mm-hmm. they, you know, they put a plaque on the bench that she used to sit on. And of course, Clark has a whole flashback about that bench, about when he abandoned her. Now, that's something I'm interested in. As they say that when he left Smallville, he never came back. And I, I don't know what that means exactly, because even even early on, they talk about the kids talk about going to grandma's house as if it's a normal thing. Yeah. So, but it, it sounds like it was pretty dramatic when Clark left because in this version, uh, Jonathan Kent died when Clark was very young, mm-hmm. um, and that that is something that does of a heart attack, oh, yeah. not a freaking tornado. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Kevin Costner, we hardly knew you, <laughs> but that this show, my I. <laughs> It has no right to be as good as it is. I'm Lana Lane is married to a firefighter who's a half drunk and doesn't want to see the the bad side of the guy, the big businessman who's coming in buying up stuff in the town and kind of a jerk, but yet you kind of like him and respect him because you know he's he does the hard work. Like there's not a character in the show where I'm like, that person's an a-hole, except so far, the big businessman. But they're not showing me like Smallville would have done. They're not showing me the big businessman cutting the evil deals. Mm-hmm. They're only giving me the points of view of the protagonist. So it's up to me to kind of, well, maybe he's horrible. Maybe he's not. There seems to be like this yellow kryptonite thing involved, which I feel is heavy handed for the first season. But why the hell not? I mean, you're a spinoff of Supergirl. So why the hell not? You know, <laughs> you got to put some. In yeah. There. At least you don't have like the red tornado or whatever the hell is. <laughs> <laughs> flying around beating people up um, the red spinning but I, 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 this show has no right to be as legitimate as it is you can you can tell they're pumping tons of cash into this I can't tell that I can't tell that and here's why well, you here's see the why. special effects are just and the music are just no 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 insane no 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 you don't think so well the music yes that I can't I can't but I want to talk to him about the special effects. First off, 
the fact that the show is ultra wide and not 16 by 9 mm-hmm. is brilliant. After the first episode, my wife, who doesn't pay that close attention, goes, that felt a lot more cinematic than I expected. it, And she wasn't even watching. But it's because it's in a ultra wide format. You've got the letterbox kind of thing going on, right? Mm-hmm. So you feel way more theatrical. I don't know how much extra money is being pumped into these special effects because they also, first off, they hold back the special effects. They don't try to rub your nose in it. You get little tastes here and there, and that's it. And when they do it, it tends to be darker. They mask it a little bit. They don't try to make it glaring and obvious. They try to just make it very sparse. And so without being that much of it, or if it's dark or whatever, it doesn't have to necessarily cost as much. And here's the big thing. The cinematography on this show is better than any TV show has any right to have. (laughs) It's ridiculous. The establishing shots of the farm and everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is absolutely a grade cinema quality. And I'm like, how the hell is this a spinoff of Supergirl? (laughs) (laughs) Supergirl, which felt like Ally McBeal with superpowers. You know, it was like, well, here's the big gray place. We all act around. There's computers. We have tech talk. We, you know, and this show is just the polar opposite of that. I can't. I can't say enough good things about this show. I mean, yes, it's got a little bit of the cheesy, you know, there's the yellow kryptonite, you know, okay. We, we jumped into that whole hog. There's a, another dimension Lex Luthor, apparently. <laughs> what a, yep. but i don't care here's the thing i don't give a rat's balls where any of that goes even though that even that character is starting to show a little bit of like depth depth yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly i don't care where we go with any of that i am so into superman i'm into i'm into clark lois jonathan jordan lana whatever the hell lana's older daughter's name is <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I like I, this, like take, go take me to Smallville high and give me the goddamn, uh, teenage angst story because these kids are cool <laughs> <laughs> and it's good. You know, Oh, what did they do? How did they, who, who let this happen? I wasn't ready for this. I, I know. I just hope they don't mess it up. Like they did the arrow after, after season one, like season one arrow is amazing. And then season two, uh, I I'm a couple seasons behind on the flash now, you know, my daughter and I were very big into the flash. Um, but I, I don't think we've watched more than a couple episodes after crisis. And so I have no idea what to expect, but even though we like the flash, this is on a different level mm-hmm. and it's, it, 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 it's, it's unabashedly. So, it makes it it's almost like a different universe yeah even though it feels, it's shared yeah. obviously because it's in the other movies i mean f- first off like arrow after the first season i'll give you that because i haven't i haven't got that far ever for a season before i quit and flash and supergirl all and i will even say even uh to to some extent the uh uh the tomorrow eight what tomorrow legends of tomorrow. legends of tomorrow the tomorrow people um all of those shows had a format where we have a big gray area where we shoot 80% of the show, <laughs> you know, whether it's star labs, whether it's arrows, secret layer, or it's the ship, 
on Legends or it's whatever the government bases in Supergirl. We have a big silver painted set where 80% of the show takes place and then we'll go do some on location shots to, for the battles and stuff. And that's it. And this show has literally wiped its ass with that. <laughs> They're like, F you. We got a farmhouse. We got a high school. We got a town square. We got a damn cornfield. <laughs> a news, newspaper office. A newspaper a- office. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a seedy motel. A bench. <laughs> Eat my ass. Is what Superman and Lois is saying to that. And I hate to say it, but it is the CWDC formula, and they have 100% shattered it. I am thrilled. I can't, I, I, I am loving this show, cheesy parts included, because I'm like, you know what? If you can do it this legit, get a little cheesy. You have freedom. You know, you're playing it right. Go for it. Yeah. Family dynamic is amazing. God, what a great key, cast. Key sh- That's the key to the show, the family. Yes. It is a fam. It is a family show because you got this like godlike character, but he has to limit himself because he knows that his family doesn't like his godlike abilities, like yeah. super hearing and stuff. So he purposely limits himself to give his family freedom, right? It's and like and it creates such an interesting dynamic because the boys who've only just learned that their dad is Superman, <laughs> who are literally like, "Were you listening? I I, I was I was trying not to." and you feel for him because because i'm especially dudes our age right we grew up loving superman and here is superman as a dad trying to navigate the waters of these kids these teenagers who are done (laughs) and he's trying to do his very best and i'm just like oh my god this is a superman show made for me i love this we're all parents on this show yeah we would do anything to protect our kids Mm -hmm. and he has he, he literally can do anything like he can hear if they're in trouble like miles and miles away right. and be there in a split second but he has to say no I can't do that because they need their freedom to live their life yeah. and that that sacrifice is like like that any that's better than anything I've seen in the movies I'm like I never thought of that like superman yeah literally be like the worst helicopter <laughs> exactly ever exactly <laughs> but just, he has to say no i'm giving them the freedom to be them and to see and this let them fail this ultra likable superman this ultra likable clark kent try to make that split second decision was of how can i intervene without seeming like i'm intervening you know like the scene where the fight's getting ready to break out in the high school and he's just suddenly there he was superman like, one second he's nerdy clark kent second. he's like hey guys how's it going and they're like, oh no you just happen to show up just <laughs> like who do you think you're fooling you know and, and he's like no oh, you know just you know checking in on you yeah oh yeah, yeah middle yeah, between fourth and fifth period you're just checking in on us <laughs> Yeah, it explores that stuff like I literally never thought of reading comics my whole life. And like I'm like, wow, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope some other people can get out there and experience Superman and Lois. Cause I this I again I love the Flash, but this is the show that I want to go on for a good clip. This I don't know. Maybe at the end of four years they've told their story. The boys graduate high school and everything's done and and I'll feel good about that. But this show is one of the best shows that are coming out of like normal network television right now. And mm-hmm. I 
want everyone else to take a cue, if nothing else, from the damn cinematography. My God. <laughs> it's so much better than as he writes. I'm not sure that it's expensive. I just think they give a rat's ass. It's And they make it seem expensive. It, it looks expensive. It's probably good. Yeah. Yes. So. All right. Enough gushing about this crap. We threatened Howie with no plan that we'd go three hours. We've pretty much done it. I <laughs> gotcha. Howie took a poop break and he's back already. So it's probably time to wrap it probably. up. Probably. Won't you please, if you like this aimless nonsense that we do when Mike is home with scurvy? Mm, I think we used that one. Damn it. Uh, Ricketts? The maggots? Mm. Oh, the maggots. Yep. We haven't used that one. He's got the maggots. Tested with the maggots. Uh, we're, we're glad that you joined us, and we would love it if you would join us on Discord by going to betterkind.com, uh, which is our website, not some creepy phishing scam. And uh, or is it? <laughs> wink, you'll never know until you do. Uh, and click on our Discord link. Until you've been fished. <laughs> yeah, with a PH, <laughs> which is like way worse. <laughs> You're like, I have normal fish. I have a hook in my cheek and it hurts. But then Ow. when you get fish with a pH, you're like, oh, damn, I'm dating an old man. What happened? So 2004. <laughs> Join us on our Discord server, which I'm sure we've just incentivized greatly uh, by clicking on the link on betterkind.com because that's where we like to interact. Really fish. We like to, yeah. And interact with y'all and have great conversations and share different things that we find uh, out there on the internet. And it's a lot of fun. And won't you run out wherever you get the podcast, give us a nice little review and say, these guys talk for three hours about like, they didn't even know what when they started, but if I, and we can reach more people who have as low standards as you do. Uh, in the meantime, did Ron Funches just join us? <laughs> as low <laughs> standards as you do. I love Ron Funches so much. The first time I saw him on At Midnight, I cried, not because he's that funny, which he is, but because he's that happy. <laughs> the man like, is constantly positive and happy, and that makes me cry oh, yeah. about how miserable a shit I am. <laughs> he's, he's a fantastic King Shark. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that more than I have been now. So uh, in the meantime, I'm Corey over there, Howie. Uh, we're and we need. We're gonna have a movie night thing. Are we gonna have a movie night thing? Are you calling it? You had brought it up. I believe it was last time. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. I don't either. I don't listen to the shows. Mm -hmm. But crap. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna do it. <laughs> is it gonna see. be? Is it gonna be Batman? Uh, or is it gonna be the Justice League the, Snyder cut? No, 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 no. Oh boy. <laughs> Everybody's gonna no. gonna top out their internet uh, <laughs> on the Comcast. It's gonna have to be a three parter. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe with lots of snack breaks. <laughs> and I figure out. Breaks. Yeah, we, we've only done the one, right? We've only two. done the Have we done two? two? Flight of the no, Navigator yep. and the other one. What was the other one? I can't remember. Oh, oh Black Hole. Yeah, that's oh, right. that's Hole. right. That was great. That's that right. Trippy yeah, ass ending <laughs> of that movie oh will God. haunt me till my day of death. Was it Clockwork Orange that we're going to Oh my god. Yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. Right. Yeah. Get on Discord and say uh what movie you'd like to watch in another oh, group. Tell us what movie we said we we're gonna watch. Yeah, because we don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Standards are rock bottom people. If you haven't figured that out already, let me just pull back the curtain. That was already sheer. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, tell us what the hell movie we're going to watch in the next April Fool's uh, viewing party. <laughs> Got them. We're already after April Fool's, and it's probably going to be six weeks before they hear this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. Got them good. <laughs> Dummies. All of them. We're, we're in for the long con. Yeah. Now you're really the fool. <laughs> yeah. The, Wait a minute. It's May 13th. Oh, peace. <laughs> Nuts to those fellas. <laughs> you're all wet. Anyway, thank you for joining and us. And over there's Garrick. I'm Corey. Over there's Howie. You already did this. I don't remember. Over there's Garrick. <laughs> I, I don't want to be the father. Kill me, please. Kill me. Make my brain turn to jelly. Go eat a bag of dicks. Dude, if this whole beach was covered in dicks, for my country, you can't see me. (laughs) John Cena. I get it. It is a thing.